Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here. And you know I'm not doing this podcast unless I got Ben and Anthony on the big sofa next to me. What's up, guys? What up? What up? How was your weekend? What'd you guys do? It was good. I uh, got my brain scrambled. I finally got my first COVID test. It was way more intrusive than I thought, even after hearing all the stories about it. Damn. Did they do... uh... It was the nostril one? Yeah, and I was expecting, because from what I've heard, it was only one nostril. Mm-hmm. They, and he, like, did the first nostril, and then extremely quickly and without my consent, did the second nostril. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen a video of both nostrils getting done, and they're like, wait, you have to do another one? <laughs> yeah, and that was, yeah, that was uh, definitely off-putting. But uh, Where'd you have to go to get that? There was, like, an urgent care center around the corner from uh, our place in Long Island City that we went to. Um, but we actually use that wait to go get the test mm. as a chance to kind of like window shop some apartments. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we looked at a couple apartments in LIC, stopped by one of, uh, yeah, that was a really nice view from, uh, yeah, from that yeah. building you guys were on. Uh, stopped by one of I's friend's house and then, uh, yeah, got my brains all scrambled up, but nice. it was all, and, all and, worth and we're it. negative, we're negative, super negative. Nice. Um, they were, they were very cool about it. Cause you know, I told them as soon as I got in there, I didn't have symptoms cause I, you know, felt bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for those people that have to deal with people with symptoms yeah, all the yeah. time. And I, you know, I told them I'm just going to see my newborn nephew. Yeah. So that's why I'm in here, and they were super cool. Oh, was that the first time you saw yeah your nephew? The newest one. Yeah. Oh, the, oh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Congrats, Phil, in, in the the new addition there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's cool. What'd you do this weekend, Ant? Going along with the uh, the whole bodily harm this weekend. <laughs> um, my in laws are are moving some stuff into uh, storage because they're moving out of their house and. Uh, they, I went over there and we were taking apart their their bed frame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was they have a king size bed. It's a pretty large, large setup that they have up there. And yeah. the headboard was such a strange, um, like size and and shape. So it was like hard to get your grip on. And they have like a steep staircase in their mm-hmm. house. And uh, stupid me, I was like, yeah, I'll take the top. <laughs> and uh, going down I the stairs. I got dibs on top. So, dibs <laughs> on the top bunk. And um, her mom bought these things. They're like little ropes that you like tie around your forearms, and they're called forearm forklifts. Oh, okay. And they they should help with like the leverage. Nice. And I'm like this that without those we weren't we weren't going to be able to like bring it downstairs yeah. or even get it up. So I'm at the top. He's at the bottom. <laughs> we, have, we have we have sponsors yeah, that can help you get it up. Shout out. For <laughs> Um, and shout out forearm forklift if you're listening. Um, so I'm at, I'm on the top. He's, he's at the the bottom and we're like slowly taking it down. And the way, like the way I was holding it, I had to like bend down each step so that I, if I stood straight up, it would have like collapsed on his face. Yeah. And his, her mom's just sitting there like got coaching us like next step, next yeah, step. Yeah. And I'm starting to like show pain in my face. <laughs> And um, every step down, I feel like my spine compressing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm you're like, two, I'm you're fine. two inches shorter by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and then, like, every other step, her um, Lisa's mom's like, Are you okay? Are you okay? And every time she asks, Are you okay? It's getting less and less okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm just like, I couldn't expunge any more energy by talking. I was just focused on breathing and not dying. So, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Just bring it down the stairs. So I'm like at the point where I'm like, I think this is it. I think this is when I like become like disabled. <laughs> and her mom just 
kind of runs up the stairs and just guides it up like nice. in the middle and just gives us that extra leverage. And I just felt like my spine decompressed. No, it's that, like, it's oh the it's God. it's the loving touch of the mom arm that'll save everything. I was sweating was so it, much. Was the bed frame taken apart? Yeah, we took it apart. Okay, I was gonna say because we did that part. Yeah. <laughs> we did that part, but getting it down, it was like there was no other way. We were like trying. It was like a physics exam. Yeah, they need like, to come so up with something. We... There needs to be like a life hack for the actual mattress because handling something that has no like rigidity and you're like fucking things folding up as you're trying to go up and down the stairs. This well, is the worst. Especially we have the, the purple mattress. Oh yeah. Which is like 90% like this rubber grit. It's the best great mattress. mattress. Yeah. But if you got to move it, but yeah. if you have to move it, it's like the wacky inflatable. Yeah. Shout out, yes. De- shout out Dennis. Uh, yeah. I helped him move his purple mattress and that's, that's what I'm referring to because it was, it was so awkward to handle and maneuver. it's just an amorphous blob that you're yeah, like yeah. trying to like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you sleep on Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> But shout out Purple Mattress. You want to talk yeah. about us getting See, a sponsor? I'm, I would love yeah, to. Yeah, I, me- I mess with Casper, but you know, you want to send us a mattress? Go for it. I need one because my back's broken. Yeah, <laughs> um, you might need to get the uh, the Tempur Pedic that you can adjust. Oh yeah, how you lay? Yeah, the sleep, well, the sleep number or whatever. Yeah. One of the tele infomercials that I wish that I pulled the trigger on was the teeter hangups. I've yo, I've been thinking about teeter getting one of those that? things. They you like. It's like an inversion, like you just hang by your feet oh, and it oh, like stretches out your spine. Oh, I get you. I've been wanting to get one because I have like this hip and like back thing going on. Uh-huh. And I feel like hanging upside down is the best answer for it. I don't know why, but I just feel like I need to get a little decompressed. Our friend Ed, that we used to work with had one. And he that, was Did he love it? He he had huge back problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like tried out. I like was in it for like five minutes. I thought I was going to pass out, but I was like, my spine feels nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. And also, imagine how many cool little pranks you could do on, like, your, like, loved ones. Like, they get home and you're dressed like a vampire. <laughs> you get your but you're actually on. passed out and you're probably going to die. <laughs> Sleeping upside down. Your head's like, just I couldn't like, get it out. Your head's purple. <laughs> <laughs> like your mattress. Oh, oh bringing oh, it back. Uh, that's what's known in the industry as the Eurostop. Uh, <laughs> You know, last week we, uh, we we spoke a lot about fast food items and, and what our favorites were. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Taco Bell fries. They, they got no mention in the fry category. Definitely a contender. Uh, I fucking love that. I mean, I'll know. give you a break on that, though, because they're stingy with the, ta- the nacho fries. They're here. Yeah. They're gone. No, yeah. yeah. And then they come back, so. It's the, the McRib of French fries. But also... <laughs> You know, the, no botulism on the nacho cheese, so that's always a plus. They're fucking cheap with the nacho cheese. They I are. know you always got and ask and, for and the fries are hit or miss. That's why they didn't get on. They didn't. They didn't get mentioned last time because when they're good, they're awesome. But when they're not, they're fucking. I not. got them this weekend, actually. I got. And were they good? No. Yeah, they're, they're either because so, it's soggy or crispy. Well, I, I pretty much at this point have sworn off ordering when we order in to never. I just never get fries. Condensation killer. Yeah. They just they just don't travel well. Yeah, never. I've never I've never gotten a fry that wasn't wet, you know, because yeah. they they just sit in the plastic thing, and like I said, it just all the condensation builds, and it's just it's like a and humidor. When you, when you get fries, you need to eat them all at once. You can't save yeah. them. Like we said, I bur- I burn my tongue on the ride home when I eat the McDonald's fries. I, they never let I never get fries home if I'm picking them up through a drive through. Well, you need to at least test a couple because yeah. you want to. But like, then have once some... you pop, you can't stop. Exactly. We need, but we need some fry innovation as far as like the containers that they get delivered in. Yeah, poke a couple holes in it. Yeah, something at least. Yeah, maybe like let a, some of that stank out. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely got to figure that out. But 
enough about the fries. I don't want to spend too much time talking about the food, but I also want to mention one more fast food place that didn't get a mention, uh, and it was my saving grace after so many uh, gigs and late nights. Talking about Jack in the Box. They don't I have them on Jack the East the Coast, Box. but Jack in the Box, you get a fuck, you can get a taco, you can get a fucking fish sandwich, you can get a cheeseburger, a chicken sandwich, nuggets, mozzarella sticks. Fucking breakfast burrito. Bre- yeah, dude, I, I personally got the number 23 grilled breakfast sandwich all the time. That was my absolute go-to. Um, and they have it on like that Texas toast style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it, it's it's delicious. I never felt like shit after, and I would eat this thing, I would legit eat it at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, shower and go right to bed. They had a good curly fry too. Yeah, everything. I mean, you know, they just have so many items. It's like, if your place has like uh, 30 options on your fucking drive through menu, I mean, that's... Yeah, you said number 23. I'm like, yeah. I think McDonald's it's not stops exa- at 12. Yeah, it's not an exaggeration. I, I mean, Google the They're like the, the diner of drive-ins. Yeah, so shout, shout out Jack in the Box. <laughs> And shout out Tyler for, uh, before I could drive, you know, he was always bringing me to and from gigs and, and every night would end in a fucking jack-in-the-box drive through So, good times, good memories. Um, moving right along, you know, there was some headlines this week uh, since the last time we got together. Texas froze over and Ted Cruz jumped on a plane to Cancun for the sake of his children. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that constantly bashes people from Mexican. Yeah. And Spanish I, you know, I, countries coming here to save their children yeah. decides to go to Mexico to save his children. Can't understand why somebody would bring their children across state lines. Yeah, I thought it was a very. I thought it was a. I'm not mad about the trip to Cancun, but what he should have done was kissed his daughters on the forehead and said, "I got to go to work now. You guys have a good time. I'm going to go hand out water bottles." Well, did you ever see the that video of him trying to kiss his daughter and she like stiff arms his face? Oh uh, no, <laughs> no, man! Oh my god! <laughs> if you if, if you're listening at home. Google Ted Cruz daughter kiss. You might get some weird. <laughs> you might get some weird results with those th- those phrases, but you'll see a picture of him trying to kiss his daughter, and she she nopes the fuck out. <laughs> it's like the the level of irony. It's like they just don't understand optics at all, and well, how doing something like that does not. He's look good. he's one of the, he's one of those politicians where he's gonna get votes no matter what he does. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure he feels invincible in in his state. Did you see that Instagram post someone did? Uh, Ted Cruz denies his trip to Cancun and he has cornrows. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. But that even that was was a disaster. He initially like denied saying he was going, and then they found out that he went, and then he said he was just going to drop his daughters off, and then text messages leaked about them like going on a vacation. So, dude. yeah, but with everybody's got a fucking video camera in their fucking back pocket. So why you think you could? I mean, this motherfucker wasn't even going through. He's like waiting in line at Spirit when somebody snapped his fucking yeah. picture. It's not even like you're going through a back entrance, getting on some fucking private plane. Dude's flying coach with his family <laughs> fucking at LaGuardia. No, <laughs> and the balls of him for bailing on Texas and then That's wearing, what I mean. wearing a Texas mask the whole time. Oh, I know. Come on, man. That's what I mean. It's like I mean, work, it's like, work, work for the people that you represent. And like I said, you want your family wants to because I read the thing, you know, daughter's like, you know, can we go somewhere warm? Yeah, that's that's fine. Why Mexico is the first, given his past and, and, you know, the things that he said before and how he feels about certain things. Like, if I was Ted Cruz and my, and my daughter's like, can't we go somewhere warm, Dad? I'd be like, yeah. Why don't you fucking go to Florida? Yeah. Florida's basically, it's a free-for-all. It's, California, Arizona. You, there are places. There's plenty more places he could have went by. for warmth. There's uh, uh, 49 other states. Could have went about that so many different ways. But AOC to the rescue. Yeah, like raised a million something dollars. Four million. Four million. Wow. Killing it. Doing his job for him. Yeah, so hey, 
that's what's happening in the world. What's happening in outer space is that uh, Project Perseverance touched down on Mars. Congrats. Looking for life on other planets or, or just trying to figure out if there ever was life on the planet. But one of my problems with this is all the fucking science fiction movies that are out there, everything that we've seen and learned from over the years, why do they think it's a good idea to poke and prod on other planets? Especially with fucking lasers. That's very aggressive. If there's life on Mars and they see this laser sawing off fucking sacred rocks, they're going to have a problem with this. They're going to see it as a threat and we're going to get Independence Day 3 and Bill Pullman might not even be in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> we need Bill Pullman. We need you to stay alive as yeah. long as possible because Billy, we might need you very soon. there's going to be an invasion, my friend, and we need you at the helm. Someone with some experience. A little something on their resume. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith is already booked. Well, it's, so. I mean, the, like you uh, you were mentioning before, the names of these rovers are getting more and more aggressive <laughs> as we're going here. We have the curiosity. Yeah, and that's innocent. That's yeah. innocent. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're a curious planet. We want to see if there's a perfect... I don't have a problem with, with rover curiosity. Now we have perseverance. That sounds like they're up to no good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds <laughs> like we're going to endure something. Exactly. Next one might be... Uh, I don't know, Sucker Puncher. <laughs> the Destroyer. Yeah, Destroyer yeah. or the Annihilator. Do you think someone's in like NASA, like when they're pitching the plans, they're like, so we're going to go, we're going to get some samples. Do you think anybody in the room's like, uh, remember the movie Aliens? Like, f- shut the fuck up, Tyler. Yeah. Get out of the and, room and now. And Prometheus. That's basically, you know, because Alien was like the aftermath. Prometheus was before, and it's them going to the planet of the creator. Yeah. Uh, do we plan on living on Mars? You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're not going to fucking be sending people up there to live in our lifetime, so collect a rock sample all you want. If you're fucking potentially marking our extinction because these aliens are going to come back and fucking... They're, I'm sure their lasers are more advanced than ours. But we can, talk, we can actually talk to our friend Nick about that because he does work in, like, an infrared laser uh, technology. We just, have, we just have to be, be careful because I feel like space is, is kind of like Australia. Like, if you start going poking <laughs> around for too long, something's going to bite you. Yeah, so <laughs> every, everything could kill you uh, in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I wonder if in our, in our lives we'll, we'll see some, like, crazy shit like that because it's like... I think we're going to see people on Mars. Yeah, well, I mean, Elon Musk was already talking, like, they're, like, two years away from just putting a shit into, uh, shit. <laughs> putting a shit into orbit. <laughs> putting a ship into orbit and just letting, like, regular motherfuckers just, like, see space for a second. I wonder how much that's gonna cost. Yeah, I know. Well, you probably get one, you probably get one free with the Tesla Model S Plaid Edition or whatever. Well, here, here I'm gonna go ahead and do what I've done every podcast and say, please subscribe, like. Get us famous. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a podcast from space. Yeah, there you go. That'd be cool. I wonder how the internet's couple of, couple of lawn chairs on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> we could do like Arby's take taste tests on Mars. <laughs> I wonder if they have an Arby's on Mars. Otherwise, Dude, I'm not going. Like a, that sounds like a million dollar idea. I think they call it Marsbees up there. Oh. Marbies? <laughs> no, Marsbees. Marsbees? Um, or is sounds, that more like Applebee's? Sounds like Mars a jazz Bees. saxophone player. From, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, man, the United... Space Force. All right, go team, go space. Oh, um, also, we have a couple months ago they announced Space Marines. Oh, damn. So we're like, how's that, is that different from Space Force? <laughs> I I don't know. I all I know is that it's an active military branch to defend. Yo, I would yeah. do Space yo, Force. I would Space do Force. that shit oh, because yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I space, that was space just Force. The no, show it, Corel. No, Netflix. no, that that was that, that was, was like Trump, Trump like me. Wait, Space really? Force. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. No, cool. Um. You know, and I kind of want to be involved with that because that's like as close as I'm going to get to like an Avenger, you know, <laughs> or like Star Wars. Yeah, true. Well, that's what I was going to say before. It's like, do we not see what's happening in front of our eyes right now? I just want, I mean, why this can't is they- a science fiction movie. 
No, I know, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, name the name the things, like, you know, if you send a ship up there, call it the fucking Death Star, call it the fucking Enterprise, call it... Well, the Death Star didn't end well. You the think Enterprise? this shit's gonna end well? <laughs> no, I, at least hopeful thinking, be yeah. like, you know... The well, so, so it doesn't have to, you don't have to send Death Star up there giving people the wrong impression on Mars, you can send Optimus Prime or something. He's a good guy. I like Optimus. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm an alien on Mars and Optimus Prime is roving around blasting lasers... We need that voice actor, though, for the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am I... just here to collect some rocks. That's all. <laughs> that's pretty good. Come in peace. Also sounds good on that mic. <laughs> um, hey, you know, when they start making lightsabers, just let me know. I'll fucking... I'll get mine. I'm in. Um, what else have we got by way of headlines nobody cares about? Uh, Kanye and Kim are getting a divorce after seven years. Oh, my God. I'm devastated. I, I'm happy for Kanye, though, because I feel like maybe we'll see the Kanye of old and we won't, you know, crazy Kanye will just like subside and, 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 and good artist Kanye will prevail. I think, I think that that ship has sailed. I think that one is past. Maybe, but, I, I, but, I, I, but I, I got to believe the craziness rubbed off from the Kardashians because any male that is living with or around that family goes fucking nuts. Well, the enter. only one that I think survived was Chris Humphreys. Yeah, he Chris got Humphreys. out. Who's that? He was a basketball player on the Nets. Oh, Power was forward. One of them? He, no, he married Kim. They were married for like 71 days or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he that bounced out. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like a monumental yeah. basketball player, but he, he left with his, his brain. Yeah, that's because, like, I mean, you got, hey, man, you got to know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Well, know when to walk away. Know when to run. <laughs> You got to no. okay, <laughs> I was going to keep But going. yo, but seriously though, it's like that dude I, had the personality of a slice of bread though. <laughs> like he was not. That's how he played too. But yeah, there's like the, uh, there's a brother Rob, right? That was like Rob oh, yeah. David like Black China or something like that. He went a little, you know, but he got he kind of like got out of the spotlight a little bit. So I feel like you don't like really hear much about him anymore. Well, didn't he get like didn't he have like an addiction and they like kicked him off the show or something? Probably. Cuz he was I mean, he was the only one that had like genuine problems. You know, like, other, this is too real. If you have like sincere medical issues, you can't be on the show. The uh, the Apple store that I worked at in in L.A. was the one that they frequented. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna tell any stories about them because yeah. God knows I'll probably get like sued or yeah. something. Even though nobody's heard this podcast, and <laughs> debatable if anybody ever will. But yeah, we we operate in a safe zone because of that very fact that you know there's potentially nobody listening, so we really can't <laughs> get canceled or, or into any trouble. But let's just say they 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 act as exactly as you think. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I'm sure that entitled and... I didn't say that. Oh, I said it. You said it. I said it. The Kardashians are fucking crazy. (laughs) Um, And everybody's like upset that they're like, see, show's ending. It's like, they'll be okay. You know, don't cry for them. Yeah, they'll they'll find a new way to get your money. You know, I love how, you know, like, uh, what's the younger daughter? uh, Kylie. Kylie. You know, oh, the first like self-made billionaire or whatever. It's like, listen... When you're born into a particular family of high stature and, and, and all that money, you know, like, they're famous for being famous. So it's not, like, self-made. You were, you were fucking famous the second you came out of the womb. So to, to then make a makeup line or whatever, like, they're on TV every day. So they're just walking advertisements for any and all vendors. Well, My just... girlfriend said she has, like, secretly made this uh, tequila. Who's that? Yo, everybody's made... Yo, relax on the fucking tequila. I know. As Kevin Hart is coming out with a fucking tequila. Is he Really? Uh, fun fact, that's also the very sp- first time I actually referenced Kevin Hart, not Kevin Smith. But yeah, <laughs> Is Kevin it going to Hart- come in smaller bottles than the Rockstars? 
yeah, it, he's going to make the 350 ml of ter- Terramana. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, especially that, and that's what immediately what I thought of when I saw Kevin Hart was coming out with the uh, tequila. You know, obviously he's good buddies with, with The Rock, and they're always like going back and forth. But speaking of, did you watch uh, Young Rock? Yeah, I, I watched it. it. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, I watched that, and I watched um, Keenan after. Yeah, I watched that too. Keenan, you know, Keenan was okay. They gotta I find feel, their their footing a little bit, but I'll yeah, always support Keenan. No, but. yeah, and, and that's the thing too. I always, I always, I'll always support Keenan. Shout out all that. Um, shout, shout out, out Keenan Sat- Kel. Yeah, Keenan Kel. Shout out Snick. Good that's Burger. Snick. Um, home oh, of the Good Burger. Can I take out your order? The best thing about SNL for like the last ten years, probably. What Keenan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, so you know, you root for him, and that's I'm sure that's why everybody like tuned in. Um, but uh, like I'm watching it and I'm just thinking like, man, can't they, can't this guy get like something good? I think, I like, think towards the end of the episode, they were turning it around a little no, bit. Yeah, it, it got a little better. I, I, I do feel like, I mean, I don't know if it was picked up for the full, like if they did a full like order for the first season or I if they're still, at, at but, least like four I don't, yeah, eight episodes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know if it'll, if it'll get I like Don Johnson. Season. He was good in it. Yeah. He's good. Um, who else? Uh, the other guy on Chris SNL. Red. Yeah, I liked him better on the show than I do like in any other forum. <laughs> yeah, because I don't really find that dude funny on uh, SNL, and he's what always like. What channel is that on? NBC. It was, it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It eight, was eight and eight thirty. The I Rock, Young Rock at, yeah. at eight, and then uh, Keenan at eight thirty. Maybe we're getting a sneak peek of his presidential run in twenty thirty two. This is because there's a lot of Rock footage from WWE of him saying some uncouth things oh yeah well, things that know. are cancel worthy now yeah so yeah absolutely you know, the, a, the, the attitude era i mean put put that back on tv now and, and see who who survives yeah if you if you could pull up an old episode of monday night raw that's actually between the, like 98 and 2000 yeah there's some uh a lot of misogyny going on yeah their next pay-per-view is actually survivor series but there's no wrestling they're just going to air older wrestling shows and then who's ever not canceled after that is the winner <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing pitch. Um, yeah. Let me go. Let me pivot off that and congratulate the Miz. Oh, uh, what happened? He cashed in the Money in the Bank last night. Became oh, WWE nice. champion. What was last night? Uh, uh, elimination elimination chamber. chamber. You know, I when I saw you guys talking about it in a group chat that Anthony wasn't a part of, and um, <laughs> I I remembered I paid for WWE Network to so I could have so I what was the one before? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah, I paid for it so I could watch that, and that's two pay per views in one month. So yeah. Good bang for the buck, right we're there. We're on the road to WrestleMania. They yeah, like to that's, remind you. That's when times. I usually <laughs> like to watch. I, I like I like watching a little bit, you know, for the lead up to WrestleMania, just so I a little bit more vested in it. But I mean, you know, I, I haven't I haven't watched in so long, so I, I really am disconnected with that. But um, yeah. the Miz is always one of the guys I root for. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was. You know. I, I appreciate. I appreciate the heels that are good. You know, because when they're when you really hate them, they're really doing a good. And job. And just that dude, like his whole story of like being on the real world yeah. and like. Call, basically called a shot. Yeah. And was like, no, I'm yeah. going to be a wrestler. Yeah, because be... yeah, the, the Miz was the character yeah. that came out when he was drunk. And, and... I, I feel like anybody that was watching around that time was like, this dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shot. What a hammer. Yeah. What a hammer. Uh, but dude, yeah, crushed man, it. Good for him, man. Good for him. Met, you know, met his wife through WWE. Yeah. They got a reality show. Yeah. Dude, just he just crushes it. I didn't even know he's from... Um... What was it? Road rule? No. Real world. Real world. Yeah, yeah he's always, was, he's always I, yeah. on the challenge, like those yeah. challenge shows that they do, the real world, road rules ones. Yeah. I don't even know what the difference. Yeah. It's a tongue, a tongue twister. I wasn't even trying to correct myself and just keep, I'll edit that out in post, please, or just um, overdub it with your voice. Yeah, yeah, just, just, I'll count it down. Just say road rules. Three. 
two, one. Road rules. All right, I'll put that in. Um, Why did I say it? I uh, it's just going to give it a nice effect now. <laughs> I like when we say shit at the same time. There's a couple of, like, when we were trying to find, uh, we were both trying to find the word to, like, a fast food place, and we we said it, we said both things at the same time, because it was like, what's that? Uh, we were, and, then, and, then, and then, like, oh, no, that's not, it's not rallies. Carl's June, you know, like, or like you know, I was just, I was cracking up. I was like, you know, you can't, you know, it's unscripted, folks. We'll this shit that, happens naturally. That's the blues clues effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we got in news? Oh, real here? quick, before I forget, enter new character into the whole Kardashian thing. Travis Barker is now dating Courtney. Which one is that? The the drummer one- from Blink One Eighty Two. That's it. Uh, Courtney's the one. Uh, she was like the heavier one that lost a lot of weight. Now I she. That, I thought that was Chloe. Oh wait. Wasn't she the one that dated Lamar Odom? Yes. Oh, yes. I think you're right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You, well, too. apparently Benny is keeping up with the Kardashians. Low key. I, I hate them. Binging. Binging. <laughs> but you're referring to Chloe here. Another breakup that happened. It was just announced today. Uh, Daft Punk. After 28 years, the Parisian duo calls it quits. Yeah. If you'll allow me to nerd out on this one a little bit because I was I was a pretty big fan. I wouldn't say like a hardcore or anything like that, but they, no. they were definitely a band that I band duo group yeah. that I got into uh pretty heavily for a while and uh, a little upset about this one. I was listening to their last album on the way in here, mm-hmm. Random Access Memories, just a couple of cool tidbits of why I think you and everybody else should listen to this album. Uh just the people that they had on it. One of the former drummers for Michael Jackson, not Sugarfoot. Do you know the name of it? Uh, that's the only one I know. John Moffat is Sugarfoot. Right? Yeah, the, another one. He played drums on it. Um, Pharrell Williams was on a couple tracks. The great Nile Rodgers yeah, was yeah. on a couple tracks. Um, Panda Bear. I don't know if anybody knows Panda Bear. Uh, Julian Casablancas from The Strokes mm. was on one of that 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 uh one of those songs but a couple of other things i like about that album is the first three songs of that album yeah random access memories are in one key and then in the fourth song there's a key change and then the whole rest of the album is now oh, wow. in that is key. that is that the album that has the uh the two faces half this oh, one yeah 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 it's yeah, their, their, yeah, their no, last that, one yeah, that's um, album, yeah uh get lucky was on that one yeah yeah i like i like the track where it's that guy who's like recanting like when he used to like gig and he and he, he's yeah. like basically talking about the invention of the synthesizer yeah, and he was like one of the the main he like worked with i don't know if it was diana ross or patty labelle or something yeah but he kind of like came up with the four on the floor yeah yeah like yeah. disco type music yeah, yeah that, but that's in that thing, yeah. what i love about that track is it starts off all like electronically mm-hmm. and then as the song progresses like yeah, all yeah. the instruments get yep. replaced by like live yeah live instruments yeah so it's, that, yeah, it's just really cool that's great um and then that another track off that album that i love a lot fragments of time is yeah, about yeah. this guy his whole story about how he wrote the lyrics to this song when he visited california the, lir- the lyrics the lyrics <laughs> <laughs> I've been sipping that scissor. Uh, he wrote the lyrics for that song. We're watching a lot of Medea and drinking cough medicine. He, he wrote the lyrics when he was, uh, he visited California and he was just like in awe. Yeah, of yeah. Of like driving around. Like, That's what happens when you visit. Yeah. yeah, no, you, I, yeah. You, get, you either fall in love, you either hate it or you fall in love with it. Yeah. This guy fell in love with it um, and wrote that song. So it was really cool. Yeah. And another album, if you want to hop in and appreciate their greatness, is their live album from 2007 it's just called the live 2007 all right and it's like a mashup 
mm. of like all their 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 best. Yeah, songs. I didn't re- when it said like uh, you know when the headline headline was like you know after twenty eight years I didn't realize that they've been around since nineteen ninety three and only released like five six albums. Yeah, I mean, and I, one of them was a soundtrack for yeah, Tron. I, Oh, two, two soundtracks, uh, two, two soundtracks. Um, they did, uh, they did Dark Knight. Did they? Yeah. Daft Punk did the music for Dark Knight, right? I feel like I that's unofficial was... intelligence. Uh, that is very unofficial. Yeah, look, that look was, that up um, because I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. They did the, the Tron sound. This is what they have uh, on their maybe... Spotify. No, I'm pretty sure. They might have done a song. Can you find that out, please? Because I, 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 I that does sound because I had because but... I had an app. I, I was going to bring it up on my phone, and if and if they didn't, then this this whole story is nonsense, and maybe it was for something else. But well, they, let it rip. Yeah, there, there was an app that played the Dark Knight score, but it was like a it was like GPS. It was like you know GPS uh, location, so it knew when you were like moving quicker. And I, I think it was to partner like for like your runs and shit like that, because the faster you would go, like the music would get more intense and shit. I think what someone might have done, let me, I'm, I'm just skimming this article right now, is someone replaced the music. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it was. With like some Daft Punk. Apparently it was for Batman Forever. Oh, oh are we yeah. looking at the yeah, same yeah, yeah, exact yeah, yeah. article? So someone did like a Batman trailer uh, with uh, Tron music over it. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Because the Tron score is epic. It does, oh maybe God, that's yeah. what it was the whole time. Maybe. And that's. I was again thinking when I was, you know, listening to some of their music on the way out here. I still haven't listened to the Tron album yeah. because I want to watch the movie first. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I feel like I need to watch the movie first, but um, yeah. Yeah, so I think I might do that this weekend. In sometimes memory. listening to the score of a movie before you've even seen it is pretty fucking cool because I got the score for uh, The Force Awakens before I saw the movie. And the whole day before I went and saw the movie, I was listening to it at work. And I was just getting so fucking amped up. And, like, my mind was kind of going with, like, the theme of the music, like, wondering, oh, I wonder what's happening at this part. And, like, it's kind of Did any of the track names, were they spoilery? A little bit, yeah, because it was, like, um, well, one of, you know, it'll be, like, you know, Han and Leia's theme or, like, uh, Escape or, you know, like, (laughs) it it, it was... There's always going to be an Escape scene in Star Wars. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I mean, and that's some, like, just riffing but it you know it, it, there probably was some titles that were a little spoiler there's nothing that nothing that said fucking han solo get <laughs> in the <laughs> you know? gonna have to beep over that whole thing <laughs> spoiler that'll be a funny beep yeah. uh no but yeah for for the amount of time Def punk was around they, they only really had five albums two live albums and then the, the tron soundtrack and then they like did a reconfigure mm. of the tron soundtrack but um yeah i mean I was actually kind of surprised that they like announced that they were splitting up. What, like I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I, I have know. an article that I could pull up, but I didn't. Well, the last, the last album they released was Random Access Memories in 2013. Uh huh. And like, you really haven't heard from them since. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not like it was something that was like. I think their their fans are 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 pretty rabid because I I think this is an unconfirmed story, but after their second to last album, Discovery. Mm-hmm. They were kind of done, and the only reason they came out with another album was because fans were like writing them and be like, "You guys have to do something again. Like, we miss you. We need you," and it like convinced them to make another album. Damn! And all these singles came after that album. The one more time, harder, better, faster, stronger. Wow. No. No. Discovery. Wait, am I reading this wrong? By the release of its follow-up, Discovery in two thousand one. Discovery was the one that had all the uh, hits. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. But they've done like, but yeah, I mean, like I said, that album, oh no, they did, The Human After All came out after that one. That was kind of like a, a mixed, 
a mixed bag for some people. Mm. But Discovery was like, do you remember? Do we? I have the the that movie that they made, Interstellar, fifty five, oh, yeah. fifty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. is like an anime. Yeah, yeah, that they yeah. like worked around. Yeah. like one of their the Discovery. The album. movie already existed, right? And then just they put them. They no. met. Or, or oh, the movie was specifically made for yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I do remember seeing. Oh, that's cool. They didn't write that album with yeah. that in mind yeah yeah but, but they but made it they like it worked it around fact, yeah. that movie which was really cool I, i'm not i know you're big into anime i'm not like a big anime guy but that that movie's really cool oh there you go yeah that's cool i didn't even know they did that yeah i'm gonna have to watch that cool. now so what was the breaking point or you know what did, why did they split yeah why they haven't they... i mean they're super secretive anyway yeah but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, shit. After twenty, I mean, they pro- they definitely don't need the money. Those are the two prints, by the way. Yeah, those are sick. Those are from the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they yeah they were they were they're like super. I mean, obviously they they've hid their identity. Yeah. People know who they are, and they, like they've seen them unmasked. Sure. Their whole thing was to just you know never. What if they do mass sing. singer now? Maybe that's why they broke up. They oh wanted to God. do mass singer. <laughs> they sing come and sing in some French songs. Maybe. One, um, one well, can they, only they, they never gave they never gave a reason. I mean, I know because yeah. they did the live album in they did one in ninety seven. They did one yeah. in two thousand seven. The big rumors that they were going to tour in twenty seventeen, they never did. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Maybe they started to write something and then. I mean, hey, you know, point? twenty eight years in the music industry, uh, you know, there's there's not many people that could say that they've uh, stood the test of time when and widely respected. It. Yeah, icons. Maybe we can have a nice little. Daft Punk clip play us out this week. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll probably get sued, but... <laughs> Maybe we'll make another 10 seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hum it. Yeah. We'll play it and then hum it for the ending. Another... Um, this happened a couple months ago, but MF Doom, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Another amassed, unbelievable hip-hop underground artist that I loved growing up. Did people know who he was? They did. He, but he would have, when he, apparently he got deported back to England from where where he was born and he was still having concerts in America and people were confused. So this, I don't know how I read it on the internet. So it could be from an absolutely not reputable source, but they were saying he was sending in like body doubles to rap and perform for him. And they just wore the MF doom mask and it sounded just like him, but the fans that were going into it, like the hardcore fans knew it wasn't him, but they still wanted to hear the music. And he picked the people, like his performers that he wanted to do yeah. his shows. That's and cool. I don't know if you guys listen to his stuff, but no, yeah, I, I, his I, stuff is sick. And Dr. Doom, come on. Like, yeah, I have I have uh, a couple of his uh, albums on vinyl, and I was actually checking some of them. Was I telling you guys this? I was looking up some of the albums to see what they were worth. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, his like shot up, obviously, because yeah. you know, he's no longer with us. Do you know, are there any of them like first presses? No, I don't have. Uh, well, no, yeah, not not anything of, of that like old like that. I probably do have some first pressings of like current stuff that's come out, but most of I was going to say like MF Doom stuff though. I think that that stuff's going for like a lot of money right oh, now. Oh yeah, well the thing with I mean they did, they honestly didn't make vinyl for like every artist, you know, like so there's like popular artists that never pressed any music on vinyl before. Um, I mean he's he's obviously got some, but uh, you know I'm just saying it's not necessarily you know they they don't always have a vinyl. Uh, Offering um, on, on initial release, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of the stuff I, I, I have um, is like represses or like special editions, limited editions. You know, uh, I would always make it a point to get um, 
you know, like all the Bill Evans stuff that they would re-release on Record Store Day. That stuff is like I don't have a I don't have a, Bill, a single Bill Evans record. I think I got like four or five over there. They're, they're like all two fifty and up. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff because you know with the newer with the newer records, uh, you know they're pressed on like a heavier weight uh, wax, you know, so uh, they could carve out the it's like deeper grooves, so it's more accurate information. Um, you know, they last a lot longer. I mean, like you know, like if you get I don't even own a regular record. Those records things are like paper thin. Are effing crazy to me. Yeah, no, like the fact that they're pieces of wax. Yeah. That like you run a needle over, yeah, and a vibration produces a voice that's yeah. singing to you, yeah. It, no, it's it's incredible and and really, and it's not even like random noise. It's like your voice, yeah. Your the music that you made, yeah. No, I have in its uh, rawest form. Like how is it like, uh, dude? I don't no, know. they they etch. I feel like I need to be way higher than I am, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to have no, this it, conversation. It, it, it and really like is. Understand I, it. I wish I could, uh, you know, articulate like the science behind it uh, better, but you know, it's. The fact that it like came out or, uh, when it came out before a yeah. CD. And, it, and it's the best audio quality. My old director, uh, shout out Brad, keep your last name uh, a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> he got me into vinyl. He gave me like one of my first records. And uh, I, I was never, I was never like a huge classic rock guy. I mean, I, I like the classics and stuff like that, but I wouldn't go out and like look for that stuff. Um, and he played, I mean, the rig that he had in his house, it was probably, it was a few thousand dollars. He had like tubes that everything was going through and he had these old vintage like Bose speakers from like the sixties, I think. And he played, uh, Iron Maiden's first album and we're listening, you know, we're drinking and we're listening. And I said to him, I was like, dude, this is like, it's convenient. We were talking about records. I'm going to peel a record <laughs> off the player for that little interruption but uh but yeah so i was i was talking about how I, the iron maiden uh, I, it sounded so fucking good I, I felt like i was in the room while they were like recording it everything was so like the clarity on each individual instrument voice part was like but do you think that has more to do with like the speakers or it, it has it has to do with everything but that format is just way better audio quality and and a lot and what's cool about a lot of the repressings and stuff like that, a lot of those are pressed from the original masters. Wow. So I mean, the sound quality is like second to none. I mean, you know, CDs are like uh, obsolete at this point, but I mean, the quality of a CD way better. MP3 is literally the worst audio file there is, which is funny to me because you know, like uh, I have a lot of audio engineer friends, and, and I think it's just it's so popular because the size of it. Well, yeah, the, the, the size, more. but now, I mean, now just the way the technology's changed, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, on, it, it, you know, in, in iTunes, it'll say, like, mastered for iTunes. Yeah. Like, so, there, you know, and, and I know a lot of engineers that will mix and use, uh, you know, like, uh, AirPods or, you know, like the Apple's earbuds as a reference. You know, the headphones I'm wearing right now, people can't see at home. They're Biodynamic DT770 Pros. These are $300 headphones. They're reference headphones, though. Like, you hear a wider range of frequencies in, the, in 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 this particular set of headphones and you do another thing. So AirPods or the earbuds or whatever, they're not giving you that same frequency response. So the fact that engineers are mastering things specifically for those headphones is crazy to me. And one of the jokes among like audio engineers, it's like there was like a big diagram that showed you like start to finish the entire process of recording sound and everything that you're recording it with. And it's like, just a dumb, dumbed down version. It's like, you know, obviously the sound gets uh, recorded through a microphone and most people that are recording vocals 
in a, a professional studio, they're probably singing into like a Neumann microphone. It's like a fucking anywhere from like a thousand to ten thousand dollar microphone, Damn. and then that's passing through a mic preamp. That's probably another few thousand yeah. dollars. And then that's passing through another thing and going into a board that's hundred thousand dollars. And then the Pro Tools rig is like thirty, forty thousand. So it's like that's where they get this like million dollar price tag on your studio time. Yeah. And then the end result is a dollar twenty nine MP three file. Yeah, that's so, that's some kid is like playing on his Bluetooth like yeah. speaker that yeah, he got like from a, Amazon yeah. for two dollars. Yeah, so did you see today? Uh, I don't know if it was today they announced it, but Spotify is is going to now have a hi fi tier. What, like the audio that they mm-hmm. put? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know if it's going to be lossless or they said, quote unquote, CD quality. Yeah. But even that, like you're listening on Bluetooth headphones and stuff like that, you're going to lose. Yeah. I, that's why I think people probably just gave up on like going crazy with and like, let's just mix this shit for an iPod. Which is which is kind of sad. It is. That, but that's why, you know, the purist in me likes getting involved with the vinyl, you know, and then this way, like I get all my music for $10 a month through Apple Music. And I love that. I'll always use that. I'll never buy music other than the, an artist's vinyl that I really like and support. That's my way of supporting them. Whatever cut they get of the $10 subscription I pay, fine, but I'm supporting them when I buy their $35, $40 yeah, vinyl. Yeah. And, um, and, and and it's just like a, it's a fun, it's a, it's a more enjoyable listening experience other than like having to get up to fucking flip it over and, and stuff. But, yeah, right? Um, no, but it's nice because it makes listening to music like an activity instead of like something you just have on in the background like our podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put crickets in. Maybe for that. No. maybe we'll put the podcast on vinyl. Ooh! <laughs> you get your topical humor four months late. <laughs> you know, uh, one of the coolest things I own is actually a, a, a vinyl pressing of me like jamming with some guys. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. I went to like a, I used to belong to Vinyl Me Please, a record subscription uh, service, and um, they did a pop up in the uh, fuck. What was that record store on Sunset Boulevard? They did a documentary about it. Virgin? No. Fuck. Uh, um, the name of the documentary was All Things Must Pass or, some, or All Things All Things All Things Must Pass. I can't I can remember the fucking documentary. Thank you, Benny. Uh, let me look it up here. It wasn't Tower Records, it was uh, Let me see. You got 10 seconds. Okay, that's it. You got 10 seconds. Oh, oh maybe it was. Uh, excuse me, Alex. I think I'm ready. I think it was Tower Records. You said to- <laughs> all, that, all that for Tower Records? No, because I, 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 I don't know why I thought it was called something else. But yeah, I guess, yeah, Tower Records, yeah. Maybe because you were thinking of Capitol Records? Maybe, yeah. But yeah, t- the, the old the Tower Records that was on Sunset Boulevard, it hasn't been there for a while now. But Vinyl Me Please did this like pop-up Grammy event. Uh, where you could buy some of their limited uh, club press vinyl. Um, and I went because there was a particular album I wanted to get that I had missed. I think maybe it was like the month before I started, but they said they were going to sell it there. And uh, normally, I mean, I, I, it's rare that I do anything like by myself, or at least there was a point in my life where I didn't really, I wasn't as inclined to do things by myself. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I want to get this record. It's the only place I'll be able to get it. Let me just fucking go. And And you know from living in, in L.A., I mean... Driving from the valley into the heart of Hollywood and fucking you're in for a whole day. Yeah, and, and but to but you know like I I was impressed because to do all that by myself because it's like you're not gonna find parking you're gonna be driving yeah, around like, yeah so 
I parked like a maybe uh, like a mile or two away from the place and I walk up. And, uh, you know, so they got a cool setup that, like, you walk in, they have, like, you know, like, all the, they kind of re- replicated some of, like, the old bins and stuff that you could, like, flip through. And uh, and they had this, they had a couple, like, recording booths. And when I walked in, there was a band going in, in this, like, big, like, live room sized, like, uh, booth. And they had everything mic'd up. They had a lot of stuff going on, like, outside of that room, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. And then I'm, I go, I, I look for my record, I get it, and then the girl comes over, and she's like, you know, asking if she can help, she's ringing me up, whatever, and we're just chatting, and uh, I was like, oh, what's going on in that booth over there? Uh, is that like a band that's playing for like the day? And she's like, oh no, that's just people jamming. I was like, oh, anybody could just go jamming there? She's like, she's like, yeah, you can go jamming. She's like, it's really cool, what they're actually doing is recording whatever you play on, you could get like your own vinyl record made. That's sick. So I was like, oh, that's so fucking cool. I was like, how, how much is that? She's like, it's free. I was like, what? <laughs> So I go over Say and no more. yeah, right. So I walk over and you know there's like a table and they're pressing the records right there. So that's what all the setup outside of the booth yeah. was. Was them, they had a, they had everything. You know the mics running to a board in like a traditional like recording rig, and then they had the the vinyl station where they're like pressing it, and that was fucking incredible just to see. But uh, so the guy sees me like kind of like poking around the like the door of, of the booth or whatever. I was kind of like looking in at the gear and he's like, hey man, you, you, you play? And I was like, yeah, I play drums. He's like, oh, cool man, right on. And I was like, she, that woman over there said I could go and jam. Is that cool? He's like, hell yeah, bro. So I was like, all right. He's like, uh, he's like, you're just going to play drums? I was like, well, I was like, you play? He's like, yeah, man, I play. I was like, well, you want to jam with me? He's like, all right. So he's a guitar player and, uh, you know, I, I grab the sticks. I'm, I sit down behind the kid. He's putting the guitar on and then he looks at me and and any musician like I feel like every every musician will almost judge, and not not necessarily look down, but they judge you until they hear you. Yeah. And then once they hear you, then like that's that's like your rite of passage. Yeah. Well, you got to look at the book yeah. cover before you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so before he even played, he's like, uh, he's like, well, he's like, I don't know. He's like, give me some. What do you what do you want to play? So I was like, uh, I don't know, something funky. And he's like, oh, that sounds good. He's like, let me hear it. So I fucking, I don't even think I counted off. I think I just maybe did a little fill into a beat. And like three seconds in, this guy's screaming at me to stop playing. And I, I'm like, I thought I fucked something up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, he's like, dude, I didn't know you were going to play like that. Let me go find a bass player. <laughs> so he fucking leaves and comes back in with the other guy that was working there. And he puts the bass on. He's like, yo, listen to this guy play. Go ahead, play. So then I just started kicking a beat, man. Then they all jump in and we're fucking grooving. And next thing I know, I look up and it, you know, it was like plexiglass wall. So you could, you know, yeah. everybody that was there was like huddled around the booth, like listening to us play. We did like two or three songs, like That's not, awesome. I say songs, like we fucking wrote, but th- we just two or three jams. That's and, gotta uh, be the music for the podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It, see if, I Are mean, we going to get a little good, taste of that later? Not my, want... my record play. I got to get another Sonos uh, piece because I don't want to put another, like a, uh, adapter onto the RCA into the bed. So I got to get their like connect thing, but it's like 400 bucks. So, but any case, uh, so I do, I do have the vinyl. Uh, I think it's a 45, but, uh, but then yeah, after we did those three songs, like a rapper came in, I forget who the rapper was, uh, but he just starts fucking freestyling and, and dude, we had this like mini concert in there and it, it was so fucking awesome. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of it. And I'm like a kid in a candy store waiting for the vinyl to get pressed. And all these people are like coming up to me as I'm waiting and they're saying like, oh, dude, that was great. Yo, how long have you guys been playing? I'm like, I just met those guys like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. They're like, what? Really? I was like, yeah, they work here. I just came by myself and I, I didn't want to record just drums. So I asked them if they wanted to play with me. 
And, uh, you know, so then this other guy comes up to me and, uh, he gives me his like business card. He's asking like, uh, you know, like what brought me down, what brought me down and like, you know, where my car's parked and asking if I want to pull it into the parking lot. And like, I didn't know who the hell this guy was. I looked down at the card. He's the vice president of MasterCard. What? So I was like, oh shit. And, and he's like, he's like, Hey, we got a camera crew coming. We just want to like, you know, I think what you did in there was like, that's what this whole event is about, man. You're just in there having fun. And, uh, you know, and just, you know, you didn't even know these guys and you guys are making music together. That's what it's all about, man. So, so great. He's like, you know, could you, could you pull your car into our lot? Oh, I think he asked me, he asked me where I was parked and how, and, and, and he's let me know. I think it was going to be like a half hour before the camera crew came and if I could like stick around. And I was like, well, I'm parked like a couple miles away and I think my meter's done in like 45 minutes. So he's like, yo, put the car in, the, in our parking lot and wait for the film crew to get here and, and, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you. Anything you need, you want drinks, whatever. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Got, got my car. And like as I was getting my car, I called my uh, my mom because I was like, "Yo, some weird shit's going on right now." I was like, "But I just played drums, and then the vice president of Mastercard is telling me to wait around for like a camera crew." So, uh, so I I go back and uh, you know th- then I'm like you know just hanging around waiting, and um, the camera guys get there, and then they bring me over to this like DJ guy. They're like, "Yo, we want to film you like you know learning how to." scratch and stuff and, they, and that was like one of the things you could like learn how to you know whatever so they're getting some footage of that and and then uh they asked me to go into this other recording booth that was more for like uh just for like vocals it wasn't very yeah. it wasn't very big and i'm already a sweaty disgusting mess from having played drums for like 30 minutes and In like LA. i had my jacket on yeah. you know what i mean like didn't think that through um and i had a hat on and so i'm like sweaty my hair's all fucked up so they put me in this room and they have all this lighting coming in they had like Two cameras, they had a producer, this other girl that's like asking me questions, and then the hat's on too low, and they can't say, I gotta take the hat off, and then my hair's all matted down, I look like a fucking, a police sketch of a fucking, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yeah, yeah, so, not feeling great, and I can kind of tell where things are going, they start asking me all these questions, and it's a Grammy event, so then like one of the last things they're like, uh, and this was Saturday, and the Grammys were on Sunday, so then they're like, oh, so what are you, uh, what are your plans uh, tomorrow night, What, what are you doing Sunday night? And I was like, oh, you know, not not much. Probably just watching The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, you know, just looking forward to The Walking Dead. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, and, and they're like, oh, what about the Grammys? I was like, oh yeah, the fucking oh shit, the Grammys are on. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll watch them. And then they're like, oh well, what if you go to the Grammys? I was like, wait, what? This and they're is like, how you got tickets? I don't. Know. I can't believe I didn't know that whole story yeah, yeah. before. It. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, long story long, <laughs> they gave me uh, they gave me two fucking VIP tickets to the Grammys. I had better seats than some of the fucking people that like had music up for awards. That's <laughs> awesome. I sat yeah, I sat right on you know, I was at the Staples Center. I was in like the second or third row off off to the side. And if you watch those Grammys, you can you can see me and my guest a few times. You know, just because when they would do the camera angle over the shoulder of the person who like won or a presenter or whatever, like directly over their shoulder, you just saw me sitting off to the side. Um, but before yeah. your guest got kicked out. Yeah, before my, my guest got kicked out um, for drinking too much when they weren't even serving alcohol. Um, what? No, well, so they served for, it was, a, it was a true power hour. I mean, we got tuned up before we got in there, but I still had my wits about me, and they served hard for an hour, and then you had to go to your seats, and then they started getting the show ready. But... So it was like they did a tailgate inside for the Grammys and then put all these drunk people into in a fucking auditorium. So I'm sure there was other people that were rowdy, but the problem was because we were so close and we were in a lot of shots, they told us specifically not to get up to go to the bathroom, not to really get up much at all because they'll see that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you never know what camera they're going to cut to so they don't want to cut to a camera and then you see fucking people. 
and uh, seats and truly things. Yeah, so you're like trying to maneuver your ass cracks out on yeah. television. <laughs> uh, but you know, that was that was a really fun experience, man. I I, uh, I didn't own a suit, so I went to Express for Men or just Express. I don't think they had a gender based store, but. <laughs> Uh, but I went to Express and I got a fucking uh, a navy blue suit. And the best part of that was telling the girl that was like helping me out, like why I needed the suit. Yeah, to the Grammys. Because she was, oh man, that, that was like I have. Per, I, if you can hear me smiling as I'm telling the story, it's because <laughs> that brought me so much joy when she was like, oh, uh, she's like, oh, it's a nice looking suit. You got, where are you going to a wedding? I was like, oh, actually, I uh, got invited to the Grammys. Oh, uh, you should have just played it off. A lot harder than that. Not invited. Like, yeah, I'm going to the Grammys. Uh, well, I mean, still, I mean, she was super impressed by that line. So, I, you know, but uh, I got a man, VIP ticket. Yeah, crazy. that should have been your guest. No, well, I had it's why I had asked a couple of other girls that I had that I had gigged with, and like they, I got shot down like fucking Ted Cruz through airport security. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the two girls that I asked, they they weren't having it, and one girl like I got offended because she came back like. Well, first of all, she thought I was trying to invite her and her sister to go to the Grammys and like give away both my tickets. I was like, no, I, w- I was asking if you wanted to come with me. I- your sister's fine and everything, but, uh, you know. You if- should just ask the sister at that point. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, she was like, oh, well, I don't know if I feel comfortable. I don't really know you. We've never like hung out in person. She said something some to the tune of like, I've never, we've never hung out. And I was like, we've legit played like four gigs together. <laughs> <laughs> like, so... After that, I was just like, you know what, uh, you know, not everything is invitation I, I think the, rescinded. This was probably at like the height of the Me Too, though. So, but it's like, what to me? I mean, I, and I'm not thinking anything in, like in, inappropriate at all. It's like I, I'm like, yo, she's a talented singer. She deserves to be there because of her talent, and like it, that'd be a fun like. You don't even have to call it a date, but like a f- first time hanging out, like. Any what, what better? What better fucking context to hang uh, hang out to spend a, a night out together, wh- whether it's with a friend or a significant other or somebody you hopefully want to date? It's like, yo, we could get to know each other. We could bond over all this cool music shit happening, and like we can have a good time. I'm not, I'm not trying to. And like, how often are you gonna go to the Grammys? That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're you know they are super talented, so I do believe that they'll be there one day, like on their own merit. But did you shower before you asked her? To the Grammys? I asked her over the phone. <laughs> oh. Still, did you shower? Or did you no. Shower? I could smell you through the god dang phone. Maybe that's what it was. See, but, now uh, that's so you went to an event by yourself. 2017 Grammys. Look at this. Yeah. Well, no, not even the Grammys. I'm saying like no, yeah, the yeah. whole scenario. You no, that's why I was so and I, you were like kind of like ah, I shouldn't go. No, yeah. I, I and then when I was so then when I was uh, leaving there, I called my dad, and I was like getting emotional because it was like. That was like the first time in my life anything like kind of ever worked out that way. And it was like the first time where I was like, oh, let me just, I didn't even want to call it like, let me take a change. You know what I mean? Cause I just left the house and went to a store. But yeah, I, that, I mean, that's a big deal for some people. They don't do that shit by themselves. So, but the fact that I did that and then all those good things happened after that started getting me into the mindset of like, well, it's just, it's life. It's 90% of it's just putting yourself out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just showing up, you know? And, and look at us now. Yeah. We're doing this podcast. Yeah. Five episodes in, we haven't put a single one out. <laughs> Can't even figure out what color scheme we want. Yeah. Well, no. TBD, TBD. The reason why I brought that up is because I have like a story, not at all has anything to do with my personal talents um, that are very limited, but I- You're selling yourself short, Anthony. You're a talented guy. I bought tickets to um, Comic-Con. It oh, was nice. probably like the second- No, actually it was my first time ever going. Yeah. 
And I bought them like last year. The New minute. York one, right? Or the, you went to San Diego? Yeah, okay. New York. I, w- I want to go to San yeah. Diego one day. What's going to happen to that shit now, post COVID? But, anyways. Get... Well, this year they did like a virtual yeah. one, which is like lame. I'm, yo, I'm like some like, I signed up a while back. Uh, I don't know. I, I keep on getting emails, and it's, it's cool because I'm like a charter member because I like, I donated. So mm. when they built the museum in San Diego, they have like a separate like Comic Con museum. Right. Um, like, Apparently my name somewhere in there with all the other donors. Oh, that's so- and I always get emails for like virtual tours and like a lot of cool stuff like that. But uh, is that through Read Pop or is it through? Because that's the event. no. You know, I think the the thing that I initially yeah, I think this was through Omaze actually. Okay. I did one of their uh, charity things and donated a nice chunk. And uh, you know, because if you won or if you if you got selected, or, you yeah, know, it's whatever. Like a raffle type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all their all their charity stuff is a raffle. It's yeah. like you know, you donate whatever. You could win this Tesla, or, you know. So I took a shot because I wasn't able to score tickets to the San Diego Comic Con. So I was like, eh. One year I'll go to yeah. San Diego, but it was like I ordered them last minute. No one else had tickets that I knew, and I ha- I was like looking at this ticket. It was a Sunday one day ticket, and I was like, you know what? I don't have anyone to go with, and I'm. Like you said yeah, before, yeah. I don't really, I'm not really well, Especially something like that. That's like humongous. It's like, huge. Yeah. It's, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Did you dress up when you went by yourself? No, uh, I wish I did. Yeah. Every year I said I want to go with a group up. of people and like have costumes for every day, you know, like Ugh. that's where I want to meet the wifey. I want to see Spider-Gwen or something, you know. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, there's a 300th Harley Quinn I saw. Maybe yeah. she has a personality. <laughs> uh, we had, so I decided to go. I take the train in by myself. I'm like a little nervous because I'm like, I don't know what to really expect. Where do they do that? At the Javits Center? Javits Center, yeah. And then they have like little offshoots. Kevin Smith that year had like a thing. At, he does the IMDb boat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool. The, the IMD boat. I didn't get to go, but <laughs> I end up I end up there. And obviously, you know exactly who's going to Comic-Con on yeah. the train. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I don't yeah. think you should feel too bad about going by yourself. No. There's no, yeah. people that... No, I yeah, but I say, was, yeah, that that is a group of people that would certainly welcome any they like, were, they're the any best. person going stag. There's this yeah. girl I follow on Facebook, uh, nerd something, and because I, I just saw one of her like you know when you get suggested stuff and like based on you know whatever, and and uh, she just does all this like cosplay stuff, but she builds all these like she was doing this like treasure chest the other, but she does it like from like foam and like but her airbrushing is like on point and like it's Yo, amazing what the they're cos- able to do. Yeah, their dude. costumes are insane. That year I went, that some guy had a full-on Hulkbuster to scale costume. Oh, that's costume. cool. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen around. a legit, uh, like, Bumblebee that actually transformed. Yeah, <laughs> they had that. Some guy was in, like, he was dressed up as Captain America from the first Avenger. Yeah, yeah. And he had the motorcycle, like, from the movie. Oh, cool, cool. And he was, like, in character the whole time. It was pretty <laughs> cool. But, um, yeah, it wasn't like that I was going to be, like, alone. Yeah, but yeah. it's definitely something that you kind of want to go and, like, like that's why I can't wait to bring my son to a Comic Con. Yeah. Because I had such a freaking blast. Yeah. Because um, one of the main attractions that I was really like excited to see was um, Coheed and Cambria. They have their own comic, uh, comic yeah, yeah. line called Evil and Comics, and they had some like really good um, titles that came out that that he wrote and his wife Chandra wrote, and um, they were gonna be there. Mm. The band was gonna be there, yeah, and I yeah. was like, holy crap, I'm gonna meet like my favorite band of all time. Yeah. At this comic book convention. So I didn't have to like wait around. Like, because when you go with like a group of people, you, some people don't want to wait in lines for signings and stuff. They just kind of want to see because there's it's overwhelming how many things that you can actually see and do. Yeah. And uh, I dropped so much money. I have so many prints that I like 
<laughs> I just have like signed. Yeah. Um, like I have a Raphael Albuquerque signed from like the Dark Knight oh, Returns. Wow. Oh, there's just so many cool things. But that was something that I was like, I was a little ambivalent about like going. Yeah. And then once I got there, the day flew by. Yeah. And I had like three bags of shit. <laughs> I'm like, what did I even buy? Yeah. I was like so hot because it was like it's in October yeah. and you don't know how to dress in New York City for October. <laughs> oh, and yet. that and there's going to be like a hundred thousand people in there, right? Like, and-, and I'm I'm wearing a sweatshirt and a backwards hat and I'm like oh, I'm yeah. sweating and inside is hot, but it's just an amazing, uh, just an amazing like place to be. Yeah, that's where I ran into Robert Kirkman. Uh, cool, walked yeah. shoulder to shoulder. You kind of look like Robert Kirkman a little bit. No, I'm serious. Did anybody that's ever say that huge, to you? No, but that's a huge compliment. Like a little, I'm not even joking. To you kind of look like it. <laughs> I'll no. be sure I tell him. We're good buds. But he, um, him and I are walking face to face right at each other through the group of people in the main hall. Yeah. No one says shit. He's wearing a um, Yankees hat like yeah. down to his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I go, you blow up his spot? For whatever. <laughs> no, like quietly, like he got close to like where me and Ben are. Yeah. And I just whispers to him <laughs> but loud enough because it's a loud yeah, place yeah. i'm like what's up robert <laughs> and he like looks at me like i creeped out af no yeah. no he was what's up bobby <laughs> <laughs> it's not like where are you parked <laughs> bring your car are you leaving alone <laughs> no um he like looks at me like he's like oh is this somebody i know and then kind of just stops looks at me and he goes going on man <laughs> i was like i love your work and then we, we just he's like thanks man and we just kept going yeah and like that was like an i was like starstruck but i called him robert yeah yeah and i know you're you're probably listening and i hope that you give me a chance <laughs> read my script just tell me what you think oh also speaking of robert kirkman invincible the awesome book that he wrote is an animated series coming to amazon uh which is an why does that sound so familiar an amazing book Amazing um, book. Of, wasn't there like a Olympic true story called Invisible or something like that? There was the one with um, what's his name, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, when he played for the oh, Vince Papali. No, yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> mixing up. Damn, is there more than one Invisible? But um, yeah. that's a good movie. Definitely oh, the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That when he walked on and made the team. Definitely watch the uh, trailer for the Invincible. Okay, but it looks awesome. It's um, writ, uh, it was drawn by Ryan Otley, who just who just did a run on Spider-Man a couple years ago. Mm. His artwork's sick, but this one's like a brutally graphic, like awesome book. And they're turning it into an equally brutally graphic TV show on Amazon. I'm super stoked about it. Nice. I still got to see that uh, The Boys on Amazon. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I want to see that. I just like That's the only streamer that I don't have. I got to... It's good. Uh, I guess we could pivot to some movies. You guys see any uh, good movies lately? There's a... I didn't watch this yet, but... I was I saw a little piece of it because I was at my in laws house. Uh, apparently, um, Peter Dinklage is in a new Netflix movie. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, I, I the texted Dinkles. you guys. That's that movie, the Netflix movie. It looks uh, really it's, good. It's called I Care a Lot. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to check that one out. My mom watched it. She she liked it. I think I um, what the hell did I watch that night instead? That might have been the night that Patrice. Yeah, that was Friday. So I watched the Patrice O'Neill doc. Oh yeah, you I like watch Patrice O'Neill doc. That yeah, was, that was good. Yeah, I I, just, I like seeing comedians just bullshitting and and you know. Telling stories from back in the day, and the way Bill Burr tells stories about Patrice, yeah, is always about like how they were sitting around the table, like just yeah. ripping each other. Yeah, so I like that. That's how they did the documentary was them sitting yeah. around the table talking yeah. to each other. Do they still have that like back table area in the comedy cellar? I think so. Yeah, because I thought I heard him saying that that like that uh, that maybe that wasn't a thing anymore. 
I don't know. I, you know, that's it. Just might I, not be the way that they, you know. Yeah. So that's you know my I mean my my love for comedy, obviously it started at a young age and probably with like Eddie Murphy between Eddie Murphy's best of on SNL and Chris Farley's best of on SNL. I, I wore those VHS tapes out. Yeah. Like they stopped working. That Chris Farley VHS made me well. I don't. I watched it on a streaming service. Made me cry. Yeah, no, he's, he's the best. so hard. Definitely taken way too soon, but, you know, so I've always loved comedy from, like, a, a young age, but it's like, I felt like I really got into stand-up. I, I always appreciated it. Always, always had an appreciation for it, but I really got into it living in Los Angeles and being able to go to the comedy store so much. Yeah. And uh, the comedy store, for me, it has, like, a special place. When I was still living in New York, I really didn't go to the city that much and, you know, wasn't into, I guess, comedy enough to, like, maybe try and get some friends together. Be like, yo, let's go to the cellar tonight. And, like, you know. Yeah. Comedy cellar's cool. It's just very it's very cramped. Oh, I bet. It's yeah, I cramped. bet. Yeah, I mean, every video I see, you know, everybody's, like, on top of one another. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, like, I mean, they're doing, like, a dinner thing where it's, like. At the cellar? At the cellar, yeah. Where they're, you know, limited seats or whatever. I'm pretty sure they're doing comedy, but they're. They're like calling it like a dinner so that they can do do the stand up because uh, I don't know what the regula- yeah I don't know what the regulations are um, with stuff like that but God forbid people bring some joy and laughter to people that can really fucking well, use it right that, now I mean that that's that would be like the last place I would go to right now because of how un- I mean I'm oh, sure, sure they'll yeah. still spread it out yeah yeah well I want to just... go to one of these uh, you know outdoor ones like when uh, Chris Stefano was in Pennsylvania and that fucking next to that railroad station or whatever yeah. like I, I almost thought about because I think he's doing one in like Red Bank soon but like all these New York comedians are doing. You know, like Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Jersey, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just been like Jones in to see uh, you know some comedy. Yeah, I think that last time, I guess it was like it had to be like late 2019 was the last time I went to the comedy cellar. Yeah, it just feels it feels like years and years ago yeah. at this point. Yeah, last the the last. Yeah, I think uh, me and my dad went to Gotham that one time the for Vic D. Batetto. <laughs> How is that place? Is it nice? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that was the story that I told where I like. They West say what side? I, oh, I don't even. I don't know. Uh. I, I, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not a New Yorker. <laughs> I just live on the island. Yeah, I just I live on Long Island, and I, I, and I spent the formative years of my life in Los Angeles, so that's why I'm soft. Isn't it crazy how like we lived on Long Island forever and like never went to the city comparatively? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think we just found all the entertainment we needed, like right where we were. Because when we were younger, we were like getting into trouble doing stupid shit. Well, quick pivot. Uh, the only two uh, comedy places I've been to in New York were Caroline's and Dangerfield. I, th- I thought you were going to pivot from Wesley Snipes to Mahershala. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce his name? I have no idea. Mahershala Ali. Well, that's the guy that they cast for the new Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's super cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, shit, man. You know, why don't we just bring up Marvel this way? You know, it seems like the conversation was already headed that way. So, you guys want to talk about WandaVision a little bit? Yeah, should we put time on the clock? So, you know, I did kind of like the timer, but what I mean, I feel like we could really this past episode, I feel we could really dive in, you know? Yeah, like, all right, some cool shit. Watch going on WandaVision right now. so we don't have to worry about this kind of stuff, but there are going to be WandaVision spoilers, yeah, yeah. So, abound. uh, and we don't know how long it's going to last either, so you just have to deal with it. But that show is so, I, I doubt that there's really. You know, anybody well, I that mean, even... Did you hear that the, the amount of people that have been watching it, like, crashed Disney Plus? Yeah. Well, yeah. they have, yeah. They said, like, 100 million subscribers, uh, which is crazy. I think... Uh, what's... Everyone hitting refresh at the yeah. same time. I mean, I, that's the first thing I watch on, on Friday morning. I'll, I'll wake up, like... Sometimes I'll wake up, like, 5 or 6, just to, like, bang it out un- uninterrupted and then have my coffee, start work. But, uh, but yeah, this one, you know, we finally got... Uh, 
you know, some more answers. You know, just to actually touch, you know, the last time we brought up WandaVision, you know, there was there was great confusion over uh, the fact of Monica Rambeau going in to the hex twice, twice. And, and, and we weren't yeah. sure what the two times were. The two times were her going in, second time was her coming out. Oh, because she passed through. Yeah, yeah, it was just her passing through, so. Well, no, there was the time, remember when she puts her, she's with, um... With Wu outside, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. puts her arm in, and she gets sucked in. That's when she first goes in. Yeah, no, the first time. No, that's, yeah, that's that's when she first goes in. Yeah, oh, that there was, was nothing gotcha. before the snap or nothing like that. She I was thought just... it was when she, because she was in the first three episodes. She's first. Yeah, but what they did, episode one through three, they already established Gwendolyn, uh, that character, and they already right. established, you know. Uh, where are they? Westville or yeah. Westville? Yeah, they they established all that. Then what they did in episode it was either four, th- four was showed you all the behind the scenes stuff of Monica leading into gotcha. and up okay. to, and then four ended with her being spit out the same way episode and uh, yeah. three ended with her getting right. spit out. So that was just like, oh, let's catch you up to this moment and go back and then bring you back to the same spot. So, so yeah, so that was the two times. You know, if there's ever a time we could settle any debates or ease any confusion from the last podcast, we hear them too, and we listen to them as well because we're fans. <laughs> so we're gonna come, and that's why I came came out of the gate with the nacho fries, broke you off with a little jack in the box, and now we're getting corrected on the times that Monica went in and out of the hex. So we finally saw her get her powers, which was fucking awesome. That yeah. scene was, yeah. you know, like visually it was awesome. They pulled a little bit from Star Wars vibe with all her uh, past. You know, uh, influences, you know, yeah, our mom in there, yeah, Carol Danvers, Fury, Fury yeah. uh, and I, I mean, they, they, I mean, I, I really feel like they, they're serving it up on a silver platter to call her Spectrum. I don't think she's gonna go by Photon to honor the mom. Well, I was screaming Photon, why yeah. the mom was called Photon. Her call sign was Photon, oh, oh, oh. In, in like the Air Force or whatever. Like, you, you see in Captain Marvel, you see like, you know, because Carol Danvers, it was like Carol Avenger Danvers. And that's why Nick Fury at the end changed the uh, hero yeah. heroes initiative into the Avenger the Avengers mm. initiative or whatever. You don't actually see him type it, but you see him look at Carol Danvers' ship and he focuses on Avengers and then he seems like, to lead everything. But yeah, I mean, you know, so that I thought that was awesome. Uh, we didn't learn who the aerospace engineer was. I think that, that maybe they're the still saving that to be John Krasinski. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all the rumors. Fly. I mean, it, it could have been Von Doom. Uh, uh, Sue Storm or whatever, it, like there's, it could have been all any one of those really. Um, but I think that the girl that showed up with the the truck and everything that was just like somebody worked for that person. Mm. Um, but yeah, that yeah, that whole scene was cool. Trying to get in there. Yeah, and, they said uh, that there's still one big reveal. Yeah, stuff. I think so. That you know, so so moving along in the episode, um, you know, and then they did the Modern Family vibe. Uh, they the did the mo- Modern opening. Family. Yeah, the off office opening. Um, and you know, every episode, any number you see is always significant. So. Again, shout out Nerdist, shout out Comic Book, shout out Fat Man Beyond, uh, because th- those people know a lot more than we do, and, and they know what these fucking numbers are in reference to, and more times than not, they're referencing a specific issue of a comic, so, because um, there was a, an Easter egg, like, I think on the license plate, at like a 188, 28, or something like that. It's Stanley's and- birthday. Was that the, the Stanley birthday Easter egg? Because I know that was yeah. one of them, but I thought the license plate was two separate issues that were like, almost spot on with a lot of things they were doing in the show, but... I mean, the people that research all that stuff, my hat's off to them because that's like, those are deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, those people are just ripping apart every yeah. ounce of the like content that comes yeah. out. I love the 
the when Vision was doing the interviews and sitting in front of the, the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, you know, backing it up to uh, Kat Dennings, you know, she unfortunately didn't rock the uh, yellow waitress outfit. I or, thought, you know, yeah, that was my. I think everybody was theory. hoping for that, but uh, I thought it was funny. Thanks a lot, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I put that out there. Then uh, you know the the big reveal was the Agatha Harkness. I thought that was awesome. It was That's Agatha all along. Yeah, that song was that was awesome. Who is her character in the? In the comics, does she have like Agatha Harkness? No, it, it's yeah. not like she's not like no, and and Scarlet Witch like how uh, no, but she, she's 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 a powerful witch, and in the comics, she's like a she's like a mentor to Scarlet Witch. She's right. not like she's a, not, my my buddy was saying that she's not like good or bad, really. Yeah. she just kind of gets caught up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think the and and the theories and a lot of the things that are going around now, you know, uh, so she's watching the kids, Billy and Tommy or whatever, or what is it? Yeah, Wiccan, Billy. Wiccan and. Well, they're real. Oh. Yeah, they're uh, hero names or speed and well, Wiccan, because, I think, So what happens, again, this is me like just kind of reading random stuff on the internet, but like, and I think also feeds into why everybody thinks everyone is Mephisto. Yeah. Um, Mephisto takes her kids in the comics and yeah, then yeah. they come back well, because, as. Yeah, well, because in the comics, the, the kids weren't ever Scarlet's in the first place. Yeah. They were like pieces of Mephisto right. and yeah. that's why he like takes him it's almost like he's like let me just plant the egg these are mine when they're fucking kids I'm gonna come take them back yeah. and that's why she goes that's why she ultimately goes nuts and like destroys all the mutants because uh, she realizes that her kids are, you know like weren't real um, so she like flips but out Agatha Harkness in the comics depending on which story you read she's like a herald of like Mephisto yeah 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 so and there's a lot of like weird things that I've been reading and listening to, like on Fat Man Beyond, where they say like Scratchy, little Scratchy, the name of the the rabbit. Yeah, it was her son. Was her son, or I thought it was the husband, Ralph. Ralph, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that was another that's, fun that's one. That's why I thought the the rabbit was. But apparently, Scratch is another nickname for the devil. Wow. Okay. Which I did not know. With which which is what Mephisto is, right? In like in the universe. Marvel universe, yeah. Um, yeah, it also brings me to, uh, what I was going to say before. It was, you know, so, you know, she tells the kids, to. Uh, what did she tell them to go in the basement? Yeah. So I think she told the kids to go in the basement and then when, yeah, go uh, play in the basement. Yeah. So then like we get towards the end of the episode and, uh, Scarlet Witch is now at, uh, well, when she's confronted by Monica, um, and she's trying to like reason with her, they have like a little duel. We get a little, you know. Monica and uh, lands in that superhero the position. Pose. Pulse in blue. Classic superhero pose. Um, and I'm I like Kevin Smith. Photon, Photon. Yeah, I like, like, what are you saying? I liked on Fat Man and Beyond when they were like, uh, you know, she's glowing blue. Scarlet Witch is glowing red. Agatha's glowing purple. So eventually we're going to have a color war. A, a color <laughs> war. Um, no, but, uh, you know, so then when, I mean, obviously the best part is, you know, at the end when she goes into the basement and everything. And, and one of the biggest reveals or, or part you know what is is that book that they focus yeah. on you know which after looking into and then all the other theories out there you know most of us learned that that was uh the dark hold which was also in agents of the shield mm-hmm. and in the runaways um and my buddy works for marvel said like that prop was like the number one thing everybody wanted oh yeah that book. Really? yeah i bet yeah. i bet well, that, that girl that I follow on Facebook, she makes shit like that. Like, she did, like, an episode where she makes this, like, spell book or whatever, and it's it's crazy. You know, obviously, that book has a uh, history to it as well. You know, um, now they're saying, you know, because Mephisto, they're saying oh, everybody was Mephisto. Now a lot of the theories going back to uh, imposter Pietro, they're mm-hmm. saying could be, because at the end, then when he finds Monica, snoopers are going to snoop. 
And, yep. you know, he's like glowing purple or whatever. And we see in the Agatha song that like she was behind that all along. So what they're thinking is that he's Cathan, who and Cathan is I the elder demon god that made that book. And and that book, uh, the Dark Hole or Book of Spells or whatever, is like responsible for being able to like create all the shit. So I feel like Agatha is drawing all the powers from that book to manipulate uh, Red Witch and and sh- and that book is actually the the power behind everything like the hex and everything that was built in there, um, and uh, I, that'll tie in Doctor Strange. I think the I think the the theories now. I think it was always known that that uh, Cumberbatch was gonna be in WandaVision right. at some point, and some people are saying that maybe that's the big reveal is him because a lot of the stuff floating around. You know why people saying that they didn't really uh, reveal the big bad is because you know Paul Bettany has been very vocal about saying that like no the big reveal is still to come it's you know my favorite actor I've always wanted to work with this person and if you dig into that his, his favorite actor that he always wanted is Al Pacino Al Pacino met with Marvel and I think we were talking about this oh, really? last yeah I think we were talking about this last time too because he already played the devil. Uh, in Devil's Advocate, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, so I, but who knows? It's just like it's just speculation. But when you're going uh, off, Devil's thing, Advocate's gonna be canon for. I, I know, right? <laughs> that, was a, that was a crazy fucking movie. <laughs> crazy fucking movie. Shout out Charlize Theron. Um, but uh, but yes, I mean it's up in the air. But I I I, I could definitely buy uh, Pietro being you know Cathan maybe and, and you know tying in with that book and he's. You know, he's got uh, Agatha maybe under something. I don't know, but definitely uh, very eager to see the next day. And I thought we were going to get, like, longer episodes. That was the first I thought thing. so, too. Because there's only, what, two episodes? There's only two there, left, right? yeah. I, like, first clicked on the button to see how long that yeah, episode yeah. was. Well, but, was it like, said, but it said, like, 39 minutes. So we got... We, this is the first episode that was a full 30 minutes. And then they fucking... The real villain of the show is the fucking eight-minute credits... Um, but then we also got the first. Yeah, they uh, were like incredibly long. Yeah, there's seven and a half minutes. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. There's yeah. seven and a half, eight minutes. And it was the first time I didn't wait to see the after credits. Dude, I, I of course. Why well, I, I always watch the first batch of credits because those are like our legit part of the show. But it, but they think people care about the Easter egg of like the last name of the person that really wrote the. You know, and it's like we don't need that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like give us. I don't know who I was telling. Maybe it was like Billy or somebody. But I was like, could you imagine if we had four more fucking minutes of that episode? Yeah, you know, like we don't need fucking eight minute credits. It's ridiculous. That, like I said, and that's that's like the joke on the internet is that that's the real villain of the show. Every time the credits pop up, <laughs> that's but, a good point. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I but I do usually watch that first batch of credits. So, but when they did that, um, end, you know, end credit scene, and then I was like, oh fuck, have I missed like seven other scenes like that? And but you're that, just that, going that was back or watching. I just no, I just googled it. But I that, that was the, the only episode. I watched the first. Yeah. Before it goes to like the just the black with the scrolling names. Yeah, before it goes to black and then like everybody's name in like Swahilin or something. That was like me when Game of Thrones ended. I was like off as soon as the <laughs> thing happened. I was like off. Well, yeah, and I had brought that Especially up too. Especially the because, last season. Because you would, you know, any show that you're like super into, you like you're so like vested in it, but you're like, you know the end is near. So you're always checking. And with Game of Thrones... It's like you would check and you'd be like, oh man, still fucking 12 minutes left. All right, yes, yes, yes. Credits, like two seconds after that. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fast forward to the credits and then you got a fucking eight minute behind the episode making of and it's like, we don't need this. Well, this week we decided to jump a little bit more into Jon Snow. Listen, I appreciate the fact that you're filming on like, in like six countries and have like two full film crews, but I'd rather just see like eight more minutes of Khaleesi. (laughs) Of anything. Um... I think we're done. All right, see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Uh, 
I didn't watch any movies, but I did watch more episodes of that Earth 616 documentary. The first episode is like the Japanese adaptation of Spider-Man. Oh. Japan like Easternized their version of Spider-Man because yeah. ours didn't fit. Yeah. Like the Peter Parker story didn't fit their yeah. needs. And they weren't really doing comic books. They turned it sounds it like a, a Chinese edit. It turned it <laughs> they turned it into a TV show. With, yeah. And that's where you got the the Spider-Man Transformer. Um, that what? the name I can't recall, but I had one when when I was a kid. A Spider-Man Transformer. It was like um, it looks like almost like a Power Zord from from Power yeah. Rangers, and it Power was Zord. this. They went to like a toy designer in Japan, yeah, and yeah. they're like, "We need fucking robots because <laughs> that's what sells here." Yeah, and uh, this guy who worked for Marvel at the time was, or he worked for comic books, and then pitched an idea to Marvel and, yeah. and said, "Yo, Stan." <laughs> Stand the man. <laughs> I could probably like get this done. For yeah. You. Like we can make this a thing in Japan. They don't have that kind of comic book pull. <laughs> Look how much it's like succeeding in America. And he's like, yeah, if you can make it happen. And then like they pitched the idea. They filmed the first episode. It looked like crazy. It could towards like these other corporate guys from Marvel. Yeah. And they were like, this is horrible. And Stanley's <laughs> like, this is amazing. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 it's really good. <laughs> and uh, it ended up like doing it. It's a really cool like episode. Oh, they check that they out. dive into like the action figures, like yeah, the yeah. actors who played in the films. They had the stunt double actually climbing thing. Like, oh, wow. like that's like when the huge uh, building didn't it wind up being a promotion for one of the Sony Spider-Man movies. I don't know if it was, maybe it was during the Garfield era. Uh, but they had that guy like free climb, like the fucking like Empire State Building or some shit in the Spider-Man suit. I did not know that. I didn't. Oh yeah, and and then they came to find they came. I think they came to find that he was like paid by Sony, and it was like a promotional thing. Nice move. We gotta do that for our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Climb free climb the Empire State Building. (laughs) I didn't say I was gonna do it. I didn't (laughs) didn't say any of our close friends that we Um, like will do. Yeah, I'll take an elevator up. Maybe (laughs) I'll take the stairs if I'm feeling put the flag on top like in Mars (laughs) or on the moon. No, but uh, definitely check it out. It's good. Yeah, I just, I'm always looking for a reason to justify me paying for these fucking things. So, well, it was definitely worth it. Yeah. The second episode, I don't remember, but it was something else. It's cool. a good endorsement. No. <laughs> second episode, well, uh, forgettable, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one I saw was the unboxing where they go through like the action figures and yeah, the progression, yeah. which I'm like super attached. You to. You ever watch that show, The Toys That Made Us? Sounds yes, like yeah, I watched yeah, that. Yeah. The TMT like yeah. toys. TMT. TMNT. TMNT, yeah. Wow. TMT. Don DMT? But um, yeah, that's what I ended up saying that I made a bad decision. I had my Amazon $28 credit from their credit card. Shout out Amazon. Um, and I saw this cool action figure of Cyborg Spider-Man <laughs> that they did like an issue of. And they're like, we got to make this into... Um, an action figure yeah. and I was like bye nine dollars <laughs> I was like bye nice and I was like damn Marvel you got me again <laughs> I think you made a mistake not getting the Patagonia underwear instead no I'm gonna get them don't worry you know I was gonna I there's wanted more to, holes in my underwear so. I was gonna bring something up about Patagonia earlier on because I feel like the you know again you know just t- highlighting the last podcast obviously we spoke about underwear for a good part and uh, yeah you know Anthony's patting his chest right now for those that can't see him uh, he wore his Patagonia fleece well, I got a Patagonia on. Too. Uh, Benny's got a Patagonia fleece on. I don't have any Patagonia on, but I do have stance socks and underwear. I got the stance undies on now. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not R two D two this week. It's uh, the Avengers, and um, the socks are Darth Vader. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, no, but I, you know, I'm, I'm saying I was, I sent you guys the text that like after midnight, I was like, use up. <laughs> but uh, I'm editing down uh, the last bit of the last episode, and again, the last like 20 minutes were spent on underwear, and you know, Benny is Johnny Patagonia. Uh, so at like it was like after midnight, I just finished listening to it, and that's the last part that I heard was him, you know, going on and on about that. So I, I went on the website and I bought a. Uh, a pair of boxer briefs that I will get on Friday. I'm very excited to get them. I'm excited for you. $37 plus tax and shipping. $42 for one pair of underwear. These things better b- me when I put them on. <laughs> I'm going to steal a line from Sal Volcano here and say they're going to blow your bees off. <laughs> they're going to blow your bees off. Go ahead. I, 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 I am, like I said, I'm awaiting my get balls being that. blown off. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that day. I will say it, it's a little it's a little harder because of what I was telling Anthony. What I like to do is I'll get a pair every month and get rid of a pair of my shitty yeah. underwear every month. It stinks when you do it that way because you're paying shipping each time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean, yo, I mean, the ones that I did get though, they sold out. So I got dude, a, I got a popular pair. They're, they're very good. I got a pair of the Tommy John. Yeah, you were saying. And I was very. I'm not gonna. Have give they it gone a, through the wash and made it back onto your person? They they have gone through the wash. I wore them. I'm not gonna give a full review because I believe you need to. Yeah, yeah. Try them out a couple times before yeah. you land on them, but. I will say, and and and, and one yeah. of the tests of quality is how many times they could be washed, and then you know they don't lose any elasticity right. or you know they you know because like I said, then they start riding up on you. But um, I was gonna ask, do you do you dry them or you hang them? Because because apparently, how... it, like if you look at like the what the hell you would even call it like the care notes or yeah. whatever for Stan socks, you're not supposed to dry Stan socks. Yeah. They're like for to extend the life. Of yeah. the sock, like, you know, but I don't got a fucking... Right. It's like, Close you know... Clothesline? Yeah, clothesline going from, like, my house to the neighbor's. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I will say this. The first time I get them because I want to wash them, I don't want to wait until it's laundry time. Yeah. I'll wash them and then hang them. Yeah. But everything after that, it just it yeah. goes in the laundry and then it gets dried. Because, come on, I'm not... Like no, said, yeah, I'm that's... Not. I mean, there's... The, I mean, unfortunately, I'm a, I'm a schmedium through and through, so... Depending on which Indonesian child sewed the garment, it's like, you know, smalls are different with between yeah. companies and stuff. So, uh, but I found if it's like if it's anything that's a slim fit, I gotta get a medium for a shirt, and then it fits fine. Yeah, then same. after then after I wash it, then it like fits perfect. That but then like you know, some companies the smalls good, but then it sometimes the small fits perfect, so I don't put it in the dryer because if it shrinks even the slightest, I'm fucked. That's what I do with t-shirts, man. Hang them? No, I'm so, like if I get a t-shirt. You size I'm gonna rock up and that thing. Or? I'm gonna rock that thing if it fits nice. Yeah. As many times as I can before I put it in the, in the Same. wash. Because Same. once that thing goes in the wash, dude, yeah. it's over. It's over. I bought three T-shirts in the last year or so, and they've all been handed down to my girlfriend now because yeah, they just don't fit me. You know, anymore. I was gonna show, you know everybody knows that I am single, but I want all the ladies out there listening to know I got I probably got like eight hundred dollars worth of sweatpants. I got fucking <laughs> comfort. I got comfy tees coming out of my you know where. All they want is hoodies, bro. Bro, I got hoodies for days. I got. And if you take anything out of this. Remember, he does. If he has you in his life, he's gonna spend that money on you. Yeah, for real. And he's gonna leave his underwear at home. He might not even wear them. I might go commando you. because I'm too busy going crazy at Victoria's Secret. Because let's face it, that's a <laughs> gift for me. Secrets. No, but you know, so it's the, I, my wardrobe is ripe for the taking. All I wear is fucking athleisure and, and comfy clothes. I'm not gonna lie. A couple of weeks ago, I put on a pair of jeans. And that waistband was lying to you, Ooh. or what? <laughs> <laughs> 
the dryer. Not, not feeling good, the buddy. The dryer. Yeah, dude, I, I mean, most times I just stay in sweatpants and go to the store. So I like, you know, very rarely do I put on jeans. Last 10 years of my life, I bought nothing but stretchy denims. Nice. I think I need to. But yeah, that's you why, have to. I mean, I American always, Eagle jeans. For me, I can't find more comfortable, durable yeah. jeans. I used to work for American Eagle. I remember that. That was, nice. uh, was back in the day. Um, but yeah, you know, they, they, I haven't bought, I haven't really bought any of their stuff in a long, 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 long time. But the, the jeans specifically back when I was working there, that was like a big deal. I always know if somebody's wearing like, well, the girl's jeans, because the girl's, uh, jeans had a particular stitching on the back pocket. I'm uh, sure that's how you know. Yeah. No, it really is. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a certain stitching on the pocket and it's, you know, every, every back pocket on every dem, uh, a denim company is more or less like their trademark. Yeah. Like, you know, a Levi's pocket. You know a G Star Raw pocket? I don't know an Abercrombie pocket. Because nobody buys that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Well, you know, I did. I did ball out on their winter coats because they were fucking ninety million percent off. So I got uh, a responsibly sourced down parka that was like originally three hundred for seventy two bucks. Nice. Yeah. I, so. I used to rock the. I'm not gonna lie. I used to rock the polos all the time. <laughs> Two of them collar popped or. They were pop collars, but only one at a all time. Right, cool, all cool, right. cool, 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 cool. Because we know we know people that used to wear two. We'll leave his name out just so uh, he it's, can and it's not Steve Batman. <laughs> well, this Patagonia, um, what is this, a Sherpa? Yeah, would you call it a yeah. Sherpa? Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely yeah. A this was really tight when I first got it. I like the colors though, folks. For the people at home, Let's it's a look at uh, this now. it's like a uh, beige kind of color We're with a, uh, a red uh, red accents on the zippers and a blue trim around said zipper at the pocket on the left chest. And the left chest is also adorned with the Patagonia logo and likeness. <laughs> this um, this has a funny story attached to it. Yeah, it's funny to me. My um, mother-in-law bought it for me for Christmas one year because I once mentioned when my <laughs> nephews were visiting. Yeah, yeah. My nephews, uh, was he two and hold a half on, now? Hold on, hold on. We have breaking news. Okay, whoa, let's hear whoa. it. We have breaking dun, 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 news dun, dun, on dun, dun. the pod. Taco Bell. Is releasing a chicken sandwich-like taco. Oh, and they're using chicken as the buns. No, no, no. Those are good, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, those were. But good. no, look. Take a look at these. Is that a gordita oh, shell? Damn, that's <laughs> like, they're doing like the classic chicken sandwich with the pickle. Uh, do they list like the? It I looks think like it's a sauce going 86ing on. sixing pickle, subbing jalapeno. Oh, that's what the green thing is. A couple little jalapenos on there. Oh, Let's man. go. Damn. I am a little upset by this though. Available March 11th, oh. but only in Nashville and Charlotte. What the Ooh. heck? Yo. Yo but this thing looks they clearly don't want to make money. Put that shit in LA and New York. The minute that comes to Oh, market. it looks like it's got a little nacho chez. Look at that. Mm. Or is that, that might the be chipotle the... sauce? If that's the chipotle sauce, I will, my titties will do it. It's called, it's officially called the crispy <laughs> Give chicken. Give us a truffle shuffle. Officially called the crispy chicken sandwich taco. And it comes in regular or spicy. And everybody knows I'm going to be getting the regular. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like spice. <laughs> but wow, no, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. Yeah. Well, thanks for the update. You guys heard it here first. Breaking. This is official, though. Yeah, that is official. That's from, the, what, that's is from one of the best, I say one of the best fast food social accounts around. Which one is that? Me. Taco Bell's. Oh, yeah. Taco it Bell's almost social. looks like a bao bun. Yeah. Yeah, my body's ready. Like a fried bao bun. You know what it kind of reminds me of? That flatbread bread that they had yeah. for the steak. Like non jace Yes. Yeah. Woo! I'm yeah, going to break my vegetarian <laughs> for that. 
And I'm going to get, and when I go, I'm going to probably get four of them. Because mm. that's what I do when yeah. I go to Taco Bell. I don't order one ting. I order five tings. <laughs> I want and every ting. And it usually used to start with a cheese quesadilla. Um, you know, this is bouncing around a little bit, but, uh, you know, we mentioned a couple of movies. Wait, before and... we bounce wow, around. Wow, now this is really bad now. I need, to finish, <laughs> I need to finish my story about Patagonia. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. It's really not, it's going to also had, uh, We got thrown off for the breaking news, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my one-year-old nephew was wearing a Patagonia Sherpa. Nice. And I was like, oh, I like that. That's all, Guess that's what was all under it took. the tree that's from all Santa it that takes. <laughs> And it was tight, and I was like really disappointed. And, and who is this that got it? My mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law, Can yeah. you mention to her that I love Patagonia? I will, I will tell her. All right, cool. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm expecting remember Christmas that, gifts this year. Remember that cool Patagonia shirt you got me? Yeah, I'm My really, I also let her know I'm really fond of that new Bentley SUV that is <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, we cannot uh, end this podcast without shouting out Happy Gilmore. It's the 25th anniversary of that beautiful comedy. Uh, starring a lot of my favorite people. Modern Family is one of my favorite TV shows on television, and Ju- Julie Bowen is amazing. She doesn't, like, I feel like she doesn't look anything like she did in that movie. She does not. Yeah, well, because she's got that short haircut. Yeah. Um, and obviously, she, I mean, she thinks she was like 24 or so. Like, she looks 24 now. I know. Well, yeah, God bless her. I mean, I fucking love that movie. I, I started writing, like, fan fiction to, to, like, a sequel. I'll get into that in a second, but uh, I, I, not that I met her, I, I just saw her. I was coming up the stairs from the Universal City subway station, mm-hmm. and I heard her voice. And uh, it's such a familiar voice, such a loving, comforting voice. And as soon as I heard it, I, I like my eyes lit up, and I looked up, and sure enough, she's coming down the stairs with the kids. And uh, I wanted to say something, but I just let her it's be. It's kind of hard like, with Stiffy in your pants. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You know, she had Uh-oh. young. She had young kids with her, and I had an erection. It wouldn't have been the proper time to engage in conversation. No, I feel like the etiquette is if they're with the kids. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I never. I, I mean, I would never bother anybody if they're. Modern Family had anything. one of the coolest um, episodes ever. Was that one where she's on Facetime the whole time? Oh That's yeah, some, that, yeah, that was like such that a cool was cool. Idea yeah, for a show. They did a few. They did a few episodes that were like clever like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, she was she was great in that movie. She's still just as beautiful as she was back in 1996. Um, I and, heard uh, she's a sweetheart in real life. Oh, I mean, dude, just the, just the way she was interacting with the kids, and I, and I and I thought that was so cool that they were actually ch- taking a subway. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they, one of the customers I helped at Apple used to nanny for her because mm-hmm. she has a house. Beep this out. Out in the yeah, and she had there's like, a few houses in the so they probably yeah. Like, well, I mean, you might be able to find it <laughs> yeah. if you're really good at the. There's people picking apart fucking trailers for Easter eggs. So yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah, but. Yeah, they. She said she used to name for her. She said she was the sweetest like person. Yeah. She was. Everybody says Ed O'Neill's like a fucking teddy bear. I'll never forgive Ed O'Neill for his behavior in Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know he what he did to Rick Moranis was yeah. fucked up. Not only as a brother, yeah, but as a football coach, yeah. And you think you can come around at the end of the movie and we didn't forget <laughs> what happened in the previous eighty nine minutes? Listen here, Ice Chest. <laughs> Um, another great movie. Uh, shout out Rick Moranis. Hope your face is doing okay from that haymaker you took. Uh, and then they'll fall onto the concrete with no... <laughs> is Little Gi- Giants on Disney Plus? Because I might have to spin that one up uh, this weekend. It might be. I own it, though. That's, it's, it's a good movie to own. It is a good movie to own. Um, it's always funny, too. Like, you know, Hot I, take. Yeah, go ahead. Little Giants better than any Mighty Ducks movie. Whoa. Nah. No, no, I'll, I'll disagree I with that. I, yeah. You know, because the, the first Mighty Ducks... Uh, no, you know what? I mean, all all of them are good in their own right, but the first the first one is legend, and then the second one we you know you want to throw it back to Keenan. 
We wouldn't have a knuckle puck if it wasn't for Keenan Thompson. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. Yep. But listen, I just think little giants. No, little giants was good. They uh, you know, did they? I feel like they might have made a little giants too. I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> I was say, gonna that. say that. I was, I was like, about to say show. they didn't beat it into the ground, but I was like, that seems like. Then you remember they, they made, made like too. seven Home Alones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but getting back to uh, Happy Gilmore, though, what, what prompted me wanting to uh, at least acknowledge the 25th anniversary, and obviously, I mean, you know, everybody loves that movie. Uh, one of the best gifts that the internet has given us, or social media, I should say, was. On the 25th anniversary, we got a video of the Sandman crushing a drive off the tee box. And uh, and it was just hilarious. And after he crushes it, he's like, and I'm not lying to you, that's <laughs> smashed. Smashed. It sounded good. It sounded great, yeah. And then uh, Shooter McGavin <laughs> responding with his, uh, with his putt. And it was just, oh, man, it was just so good to see him and, and like, you know, and... That's How legend. awesome is it that his Twitter handle is Shooter McGavin? Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, that's, you know, sometimes you're gifted, uh, like, the best nickname you could ever hope for, and go ahead. What do you got for me? I see you smiling. You got something queued up on the iPad. You, I, you damn right I do. <laughs> I don't know how I want to give you this news. Is it about Happy Gilmore? I'm gonna, no, it's not. All right. If we're going back to fast food, I'm going to have to unplug your <laughs> no, mic. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, speaking of food, we're going Rotten Tomatoes. Though. We are going Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, on Happy Gilmore? <clears throat> Not on Happy Gilmore, but we can end there if we want. Let's end. Yeah, okay. All right, but what, what do we got here? You, the suspense is killing me. Little Giants. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, critics' you, choice. What do you think it was? The critics' choice is whether it's throw up or a fresh vegetable. Yeah, I love that you definitely asked. throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 100% throw up. I'm, I'm going to say it's below 20. It's not. Below 30. It's not. Really? Little the, Giants. Got a 36. Oh, wow. On the tomato meter. What's the audience score? 63. Oh, still not even that good, though. Mighty Ducks. I didn't see the Mighty Ducks. I did see what that. What did Mighty Ducks get? So what's the score um, to beat? 37? 30, it's got it not really set over 36. Critics. Critics' choice, and then their, the other one was 63 for the audience score. For the score. audience score, so yeah. So I have a... I would... I'm willing the to audience bet score, my, though, is the truth. It is the truth. Because... The, because well, it's closer to the truth, let's say, because the critic one, dude, I, and I, and they're so far apart. I mean, we'll, a lot we'll get, of hemming and hawing going. On. Let's go back. No, but, yeah. A lot so of I, I, I went Hon to I went to the movies down. and saw the Marksman, new Liam Neeson's joint. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes was sixteen. Audience score was eighty six. Wow, that's that's a gap. Yeah, that's a fucking big gap. Go ahead. What do you got for us? Mighty Ducks. Let's uh, see the, the thermometer. Okay, Gordon 20. Bombay. Three. Whoa! <laughs> Twenty-three. That is that because of Mr. Bigglesworth alone? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> quack, quack, quack! Mr. Bigglesworth. Audience score sixty-five. So they did beat Little Giants by two. Must have been the flying V at the end. But Mighty Ducks. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Critically panned. Critically panned. Damn. I think that's the cachet of of Rick Moranis. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I shrunk the kids, man. That's huh. I. I to this day eat oatmeal pies because of that movie. Was it D two? Yeah, D two is Yeah, but when it falls in the grass and they're all tiny and that that could feed like a family of a million. <laughs> Yo, sorry, Keenan. D two. Uh huh. Mighty Ducks. D two. Yeah. Nine. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> Audience fifty nine. Whoa. And it's got what I've never seen before, like the rotten popcorn logo. Oh no, yeah. I've never seen that. That's a first, folks. On the that's when on it- un- Unintentional. I don't even know the name of it. What is this podcast called? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be, baby. Unofficial intelligence. You heard it here first. I'm going to say I feel vindicated on my little giant's take. Yeah. 
Well, Damn, you do I like Little people. Giants better than... I don't. No, I don't like Little Giants I better loved, than Mighty Duck. I loved Mighty Ducks. Love yeah, the, fir- the, the first one. First one, The yeah. first one. Uh, also, hands down, coolest logo ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. When they were... Ever. Peewee League. Because then they eventually... Right. In we're not, D3 or whatever... Let's forget that. They have the regular, like, Anaheim Ducks <coughs> uniform on the end of that... <coughs> Yo, what you got against the feud between Gordon Bombay and the Iceland coach? I got no beef. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a staple growing up. I just, you know. I'm going to hit you with a Eurostop, jab step, fake pass, fadeaway buzzer shot right now. We're talking about Mighty Ducks. Right. We had just mentioned D3. Right. And the Iceland coach. Right. There's a line when Gordon Bombay is talking to the woman. Uh, the assistant coach of the Iceland team, because they hit it off. And she he's like... The Forbidden Love. The Forbidden Love, the uh, the Capulets, and Montague's. the other ones, and the Montagues, or Montagues. <laughs> um, and he's talking to her, and he's like, I thought Iceland was covered with ice. And she's like, no, Iceland is green. Greenland is covered with ice. Yeah. I saw Greenland. I rented that. Uh, new movie with Gerard Butler. The one that made you hug your mom. Yes. Thanks for ruining the joke. No. <laughs> uh, we, had, we had a podcast before the podcast like we usually do. Oh, I thought do. you had that recorded. I thought we... Oh. No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. I, I, no, I'm no. fired. But anyway, so I watched the movie Greenland, uh, a new movie. You could rent it right now. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you don't know the premise, it's about like a world-ending event, uh, meteor, uh, a comet hitting multiple places on planet Earth and just like all the chaos that ensues. But, you know, it just, you know, struck a chord because, you know, obviously we're coming off a pandemic and we're seeing a lot of things we never thought could go wrong, go wrong. So, uh, you know, it was just a crazy movie. So I'm sitting down later that night having dinner with my mom and, uh, you know, after after we're finished and I get up and I give her I give her a hug and she's like, oh, what's this for? And I said, like, oh, just, you know, I love you. And she's like, oh, and I was like, well, and then, you know, you never know if a comment will hit. And we were talking about the movie. So then now she's, it goes from love to smacking, like, uh, at the drop of a hat, you know, and she's yeah, like, you can't put that out in the universe. Yeah. She's yelling at me for watching the movie in the first place. <laughs> um, so then cut to the next morning, you know, we're having, we're having coffee like we do every morning and, uh, we're bullshitting and, um, finish the coffee. My mom comes up to me with like her arms open, going to give me a hug and without missing a beat, like instinctual, it was, it was a reflex I took a step back. I threw two blocks with the right hand, cutting both elbows off <laughs> as she came in with the hug, and then an upward palm strike, and I stopped just before her nose, and we just erupted into laughter. She's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, I, was like, I don't know, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. She uh, should have been smacking you after yeah, the Greenland I, reference. You know, it's like now, I'm, I'm, I, I train out. every day. I don't, I'm not a fighter. I avoid confrontation at all costs, but I'm go. ready, though. You're ready to go. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Oh, I like that. Was that Confucius? Was that I don't know who said it, but I, it's one of my favorite quotes. That's like a, yeah, that's like a, either Confucius or, or uh, fucking... Joe Rogan. Probably, <laughs> that's literally where I heard it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, but it's a quote from somewhere. So you rumble in the Bronx like fucking Jackie Dude, it, Chan. It, but, Did you guys ever see that movie? Absolutely. Love that movie. Um, anyway. That's before that's before the Jack like the the Americanized Jackie Rumble yeah. in the Bronx days. That's when he was still getting those bad, bad overdubs, bro. And he was breaking ribs doing. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, the, the stunts through the ladder. Yeah, yeah. He or, broke or what his about ribs during that? And yeah, he kept well, going. What was the one where he jumped from something onto that like airboat or yeah, like the, the hovercraft? That's because uh, he broke Rumble his ankle. Yeah, that was Rumble in the Bronx. I think it was. Yeah, 
What was his other one around? Like after that one or before? Because they were like similar, but but <sighs> dude, then they put like a rubber sneaker cast yeah. over his cast that looked like his shoe, and he was doing the rest of the movie with a broken foot from that stunt. What a psycho! Then there was another one, definitely in the Rumble in the Bronx, when he like fought all those guys in that like warehouse, and like he ducks under the arcade machine as the guys like smashing yes. it against the wall. Like he, I think on that one he like fucked up his head like. bro I beat the shit out of my brother so many times after watching <laughs> those movies and that's why we had to stop and watch wrestling too yeah um but bringing it back okay so I love 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 Happy Gilmore one of the best comedies but I rank Billy Madison over Happy Gilmore mm. let's see what the numbers on Rotten oh, Tomatoes you know, after you guys give us your take you know when I was looking at like Happy Gilmore um I mean Adam Sandler could not lose in nope. the mid to late 90s. Straight, nothing but net. The only other person or people in New York that were that dominant in the 90s were the Yankees. And uh, when you Ugh. look at when you look at the dates of his movies, they, they almost line up with all the Yankees World Series wins. Because like he did, he did Happy Gilmore in 90... Oh shit, no, Happy Gilmore was 98. Also a Yankee World no, Series No, Happy Gilmore win. was 96. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the DVD release. Yeah, February 16th, 1996. So Yankees won the World Series later that year. 97 was, uh, oh no, Billy Madison was 95. Did he not do anything in 97? Maybe not 90. Oh no, yeah. 97 must have been a reflection year because it was 90. I'm so glad this theory is blowing up in your face. <laughs> it is blowing up in my face. 27 <laughs> rings, bro. Every year. Yeah, well, you could tell the other two guys are Mets fans. but So so Billy Madison was 1995. That's when the Yankees lost Skull to the Mariners Yanks. in the wild card game. 1996, you know, they came back as the underdogs against the Atlanta Braves in six games. Uh,. Waterboy was 98. They obliterated the fucking Padres in that World Series. Obliterated the whole league that year. Yeah. Uh, 1999 was Big Daddy. Oh. Yeah, that might be my favorite Sandler (laughs) movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Big Daddy's great. Yo, and you know you cried at the end, don't front. I always cry. (laughs) Dude, I almost cry a fucking click every time I watch that movie. Dude, almost. I I I was bawling. That movie is borderline, like, offensive. I have no emotions. (laughs) So the fact that I almost cried. (laughs) Remember, like, when he came out of his uh, room one time after, like, I don't know if you, maybe you were high or something like that, but I had just finished, like, smoking some strong shit to the point where I was, like, getting nervous. Billy, Billy. Benny just comes out of his room, like, so nonchalant. He's like, yo, could you take me to the hospital? (laughs) I was like, what? I felt like I needed to go to the hospital just from him saying I needed to drive. And Missy, I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to know I'm high when I get there. There's cops all over that fucking place. (laughs) Yeah, but you you weren't around for the 20 minutes before that when I was having an absolute meltdown. I appreciate whatever you went through in silence because you came out like you were calm, but it was still, like, alarming because it was... I, it was alarming because you were so calm. Because I was waiting to see like a finger missing or like, <laughs> like one of the, like you're holding your hand closed. I can't see. Like, yeah, Steve, uh, you know, everything's cool. But can you just drop me off at the ER? I did <laughs> legit, did legit came out of a panic attack and like composed myself enough because I was like, I was so high. I thought I had a heart attack. Yeah. So I'm like coaching myself to like breathe and yeah. everything like that, and I'm like. Dude, my mouth was completely dry. I dude, hundred percent thought. You know I had what the most fucked attack. up? You know what the most fucked up part of the story is? Not the complications you were going through. Was the fact that there was a point where I, I don't even know if this was the thing that talked you out of going. But we got all the way down to the garage. We were about to get in my car. The last thing I said to you, remember what I said to you? What? I was like, Benny, you sure you want to do this? I was like. Just entering the emergency room is going to be 600. <laughs> yes, that's like stone cold sober after that. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I'm fine. Because our, our other roommate, you know, he had, he had an episode in the middle of the night 
uh, which wound up being like a, a potassium deficiency or something like that. But like his whole body like locked up. He, could, he had like no function of his muscles. Like mm-hmm. it, it was some scary shit, uh, especially, you know, like pounding on my door at like two, three in the morning. Like, you know, which I, I slept through, by the way. I don't know how oh, I did, yeah, but shit. I slept through this. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're in those situations, it, it's crazy that there's even a thought in your mind that has to do with money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what's so fucked up about it these is, situations. Yeah. Because, like, so you take an Advil in the ER. Like, I went for uh, some, like, breathe, uh, breathing problems. Granted, my, like, blood oxygen level was so low that if I had waited, I would have had, like, some problems, like, serious problems. But just to take, like, uh, an albuterol treatment and then, like, a, a, like a steroid, I, I, it was, like, fucking $1,300. But anyway, so our, our other roommate had an episode, and and, and, and hindsight is twenty twenty because we knew better when Benny had his. <laughs> because when our other roommate went through some issues... Uh, you know, I'm trying to like help him out, doing whatever I can, uh, going through what I mean, I, I used to be an EMT back in the day. So I'm trying to like recall some things to like check to like rule some things out. And then ultimately I was like, dude, what, tell me what you want. Tell me what you want to do. I don't know how to help you right now. What you want me to call 911? Because when you call 911, like there's no going back, there's no going back. And the fucking ambulance ride is three grand. Well, that's why I asked you. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, no. So, you know, so. I had said to him, I was like, do you want me to call, you want me to call 911? And he said, yeah. So I called the ambulance. They had the fucking fire department and a, and a truck like in minutes. This is the craziest shit that I slept through that they, they yeah. were in our apartment. Yeah, they, they, I had no idea about this. Yeah, they long. wheeled, <laughs> they wheeled a fucking gurney past his room. Right. I was the first, <laughs> like, it's not even like I was not He's by the, the first, door. the first door, like yeah. when you come into our apartment, it was a long hallway and Benny was the first door on the left. Yeah. <laughs> So like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So they they took him away in the stretcher, and and then I follow them to the the hospital. The hospital is a two minute walk yeah. from our apartment. Sherman Oaks Hospital is on Van Nuys Boulevard. Like that's not an exaggeration. This motherfucker paid thirty five hundred dollars. Yikes! To go to a hospital in a in an ambulance when he, he legit could have walked yeah. there. So well, if only he had been out of the night before. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, man. Um, so, hey, maybe on that note, you know, we'll leave you with, uh, you know, don't call the ambulance unless it's like a dire emergency because yeah. you're going to get hit with a fucking huge bill for that ride. Well, let's, it's a positive thing. You were able to talk Ben out of. No, but it was funny because that was the reasoning because he's panicking. I could tell that he is, but I'm trying to, but again, I mean, it's one of those things too. You don't know like what's going on underneath, you know, the surface. So, because he was like staying pretty calm. Uh, but that was that was like the last thing. We're in the we're in the garage, ready to go. And I was like, "Listen, you know the the kind of bills you're gonna get. Like <laughs> the voice. Are of you reason. serious about this? Like, dude, my brother, like maybe a year a year ago, he was like, Aunt, do you know how many times at like two, three in the morning that I walked halfway to your room <laughs> thinking about asking you to bring me to the hospital, <laughs> and then I just was like, Nah, I'm just high. and took around, yeah. and I go." Do you know how many times I walked halfway to your room to say the same exact thing? But I talked myself out of it and we just laughed about it because it's like we've been we've all been there. It's well, it's so funny because I have a couple other stories about times like that and we'll need to dedicate a good portion to one of them at some point. But it's like and we've all seen the videos of like people like having mental breakdowns on the phone. It's like like the guys that like they ate the brownies, the two cops that ate the brownies. And it's like, you know, it's never going to, weed is never going to kill you. Yeah. And that's but the that reason panic why... that sets in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't well, talk yourself out of it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And, well, there's been times on edibles at like, you know, where I learned where my threshold was, uh, where it's like you, 
you feel the fucking and that's the only thing that ever scared me about sometimes getting a little too high on like a sativa is that like your heart starts pounding and it feels like it's pounding so fast and so forceful with every beat you feel like it's just gonna burst because yeah. you're like how could this be like that's sustainable? why I don't fuck with the sativas yeah I don't fuck with sativa I don't think I, was, I haven't I haven't knowingly smoked a sativa in years and that's another thing that I fucking loved about the dispensary is knowing exactly what you're gonna get because I you find if you know you don't like something like you don't fuck with that yeah and I know how they affect me so I, and and that's not why I smoke uh, in the first place I like to relax calm down and relax not be fucking more anxious so shout out Indica. In the couch. Shout out dispensaries. Shout out dispensaries. Shout out uh, Adam Sandy Mandler. Shout uh, out California. Shout out California. Shout out Julie Bowen taking the fucking F train. Shout out Rick Moranis. Shout out Mick, Rick Moranis. Uh, Ed O'Neill, uh, you're a shitty football coach, <laughs> but you make an awesome grandfather. Um, I hope to one day that I'm half the father that Phil Dunphy is to my son. Yeah, half. Yeah, Phil Dunphy is the best. The man. He is the absolute best. Comedic gold. Ty Burrell. Shout out. Shout out. Um, Elizabeth oh, you know, Olsen. Let's shout her out. Oh yeah, we can shout her out. You know, I want to shout out. Uh, who's the Who's the girl that plays Haley in uh, uh, Modern Family? The oldest Dunphy daughter. Oh, I don't. Sarah. Know. Sarah Highland. There you go. Yeah. Uh, just a quick story about her. And just how, you know, it's it, how awesome it was living in Sherman Oaks just because you're, like, around all these people all the time. Uh, I doubt you guys know when Call of Duty Black Ops came out, but it was probably, like, what, 2012-ish? Yeah. Uh, I only know that because was it was... Was it that long ago? Yeah. It was, it was, it was early on. I, I bought that video game and played it in my, my first studio apartment. So it had to have been within, like, the first two years that I was there. So, yeah, 2011... You know, yeah, and then the first season of Modern Family was 2011, I think maybe 10 or 11. But in any case, I had just started watching that show and I was on I was on the midnight line at the Best Buy uh, mm-hmm. on Ventura Boulevard yep. or no, Van Nuys yep. and uh, she was in line. Like oh, she, yeah, you she, remember, she remember came out like they must have let her into the store before they let everybody else in because she came out and her and the guy she was with got into a blue Hyundai Elantra and I was like, <laughs> driving a fucking Hyundai Elantra? <laughs> I guess I shout out her parents for keeping her grounded. Yeah. Um, but then she was probably also 16 like with Fresh off the, uh, or fresh onto the driver's license at that point. Are you at 16 is the driver's license in yep. California? Yeah. They got to figure it out there. They got the good fast food. They got the, the young driving age, but everything closes at two, so fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably going to do it. Unless you guys got anything else you want to throw in there. That's it. You know, as always, we thank you for stopping by and checking us out. Uh, that's unofficial, uh, intelligence we're getting the the site up soon we're gonna get this stuff out to you uh but the good news is we have a lot of episodes that we can put out like right away so uh but thanks again for listening and uh you don't gotta go but you can't stay here nighty night sleep tight ciao for now we're trying some new things out to end the pod It might not be the right time I might not be the right one But there's something about us I want to say 
Cause there's something between us anyway I might not be the right one It might not be the right time But there's something about us I've got to do Some kind of secret I will share with you I need you more than anything in my life I want you more than anything in my life I'll miss you more than anyone in my life I love you more than anyone in my life No, 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 no. 